0: And now, The Bonfire, with Big Jay Okerson and Dan Soder.
1: I am the fire that burns. <laughs> Lewis, our black king. Our black father. Wait, Don't man, stop, 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 stop,
2: stop. Wait, Lou. DJ Lou. <laughs> do you have that? <laughs> Hang on, I'm recording. Right now. now. Dude,
1: Jew, dude. Dude, Jacob Jew, Jacob Shark Jew, Jacob the Jew Shark. It's not poetry. I'm not doing poetry. It was.
0: It was poetry, Dan. That's poetry. That is poetry. What a crock of shit. <laughs> Talk. Speaking of poetry, this is the new Eureka bonfire. Uh, I say we burn
1: We burn with the logs We burn with the logs of brightness We bright burn, bright burn Bright Bart is for hate On fire is for love Now if you guys will excuse me I'm going to go fall asleep in a bedless room on heroin Boom! 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 Boom!
0: Boom! Boom! Everybody, it's the quarantine tapes. It's the bonfire. It's Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM ninety-five. It's Big J Okerson. It's Dan Soder. Oh, the crew.
1: the whole crew, and nothing but the crew. Actually, minus Jacob. Jacob. Where's Jacob? Shark hunting.
0: He's in a,
1: he's in a big meeting.
0: He's like, funny. where's Jacob? He comes in. You see him walk in the room. He's got the ear gun. Yeah, he's, <laughs> that gun. the
1: wet, the wet walk into his room. Just, <laughs> he's got He's got flippers
0: on. Hey guys, I just took down a big blue, big blue whale. Sorry guys, I had a hammerhead that was being a real son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, there was a Mako that was just snapping in a trapping, and I had to put him down.
0: yeah. <laughs> I grabbed his nose. Dude, they showed him who was in control.
1: Can someone please photoshop Jacob's face on Aquaman and then make it Jacob Patat, Shark Sheriff? <laughs> shark Sheriff. <laughs> goes, Sorry. Dude, if you can mix Jacob's two favorite things of the old west Jacob's a, and Jacob's shark.
0: an ocean cooler. Yeah. He's the Dalton of the sea.
1: He goes, "I got he's just he's a shark bounty hunter." He goes, "There's a nurse shark took out a little girl. I'm on the case."
0: I'm the case. He goes, have you seen the shark? You're messing with me. I got a I got
1: I got an octopus willing to talk.
0: Goes, you know they don't look. It's like uh, Law and Order. Like he shows the picture. He goes. Let me tell you something, pal. There's a family waiting for this girl at shore, and they're they're freaked out. Okay. There's, now, there's a whole. I got a whole school of fish that
1: says it saw you two longitudes over, at the be- at now, r- right.
0: Look at the goddamn picture and tell me if you've seen her.
1: I'm not a nautical idiot. <laughs> Man, yeah, that'll be good. Shark Sheriff. Shark <laughs> Sheriff Jacob
0: Atat. That's going to be the Photoshop of the week. Everybody making Shark Sheriff Jacob pictures.
1: Because you can do magic.
0: Shark Sheriff uh, Jacob Arapeo. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Fucking the most All these thing. sharks are faggots.
1: Yeah, he goes, what? I don't like the sharks that aren't gray.
0: Yeah, I like to tag them with pink tags, so... They're like yeah. ladies.
1: I put pom-poms. I tag them with
0: pom-poms. That's still the craziest. You brought up Sheriff Joe, and you lived in Arizona. Yeah, dude. Is just uh, like- and, he, and he got like kind of famous, but my first thing with him ever, he was on the show Lock Up Raw or one of those things. Yeah. And just I remember that scene is just so crazy. It's like a 100 black dudes behind him in, like, pink scrubs. Mm-hmm. And, like, him just, well, they're all around them. He's like, they respect me. And I make them dress like ladies. So they have, he was just so, like, blunt about it. And they're like, okay. Yeah, dude, he, uh. But now uh, this guy scared the shit out of these dude. These guys were terrified of him.
1: Yeah, he was, um, what was I going to say? Uh Like, the, voted, like, the most, one of the most racist uh, oh, law enforcement agents by the department of justice <laughs> like the old yeah, doj the way, was
0: like this dude's crazy racist he, he walks like, around that yard those outside tent cities he walks around like a guy who's confident like a t- cage with tigers yeah you know, slaps him. Like these guys ah, f- they know they know
1: where they get their food <laughs> 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 whenever you see animal I sort do, of, i
0: mean sort of he sort of like was walking through there was like he's like this one over here he goes, he's a bad one that's why we make him wear With no shoes and stuff. Watch this. I dehumanize him.
1: He goes, want to see something cool? Give me some sugar. Guy kisses his cheek. He goes, I got killed nine people. He's one of the Toronto 13's (laughs)
0: highest assassins. Give me a little sugar. There you go. That's MS-13's chief operator. He goes, I got him in my pocket like a bunny rabbit. Uh, Go get me a nice cool glass of iced tea. He He won't do it.
1: He won't. I trust him. I trust him.
0: Arapeo.
1: Oh, he lost uh, yeah, this primary for sheriff ago. to his former chief deputy. Damn, he lost his fastball, dude.
0: Finally, I keep serious. winning.
1: The, I keep thinking about animal trainers, like you were talking about, like when they're rough with tigers. Mm-hmm. The ones that always make make me laugh are the uh, like the ones when you see the alligator trainers, and they're always in Asia, and like there's like old Asian men just smacking alligator face, mm-hmm. you know, they're, like. Like just talking, fucking slapping this thing. And then they like put their head in and they're like, dude, if you're an alligator, you got to be like, do it again. How about the biggie?
0: uh, That was the Tiger King thing. Remember him and his chick the guy and his like uh oh yeah
1: the swinger that was like our own
0: tigers and then the tiger started like actually biting his arm he's like get out of here he's and he's just, like he held him down and like, it really was one of the most masculine things ever he's like get out of here i got him he's, like no get the fuck off get the get fuck off fuck right off. now get the <laughs> fuck off and fuck it, just, it just did eventually he's like all right we're, we're gonna get here Dude, my,
1: <laughs> my pussy ass trying to negotiate with a tiger where i go ow are you angry at me ow am i wearing a smell you don't like ow yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> everybody wait the he, he like, on top he goes no come no, I give you stop meat. it! I give you meat. Oh! And,
1: and I would just be saying the dumb name I gave it. Ruffles, stop! <laughs> yeah.
0: Ruffles. Tuxedo. Tuxedo.
1: You're not supposed to be like this. Aquarius. Aquarius. I give you water and food.
0: Tuxedo. <laughs> 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 <sighs> <sighs> oh, this fucking those primal it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tuxedo! No! I know you're. I know you're King Lewis Johnson. Know. i know <laughs> you don't like the knitted shoes i make you wear no i'm sorry no you liked your christmas sweater <laughs> octavius no the only thing more humiliating than dressing up your dog like an asshole is dressing up your tiger you go, yeah this thing's not gonna like you he goes <laughs> he goes you see i gave him a mohawk and i pierce his ear like yeah. oh, don't don't no. do that he's mad no.
1: apex predator or top shelf cutie
0: for my postcard <laughs>
1: <laughs> <of enough> <laughs> you
0: know, I don't know. You... Look at this little Gary. Look at little Weeder. Because I put fake eyelashes on him. Yeah, I don't.
1: A, I go. I made you. A, I made you cartoon tiger with your <laughs> I had eyelashes. A Korean,
0: I had a Korean girl come in and paint his nails. No. Yeah. I go, yeah you look for his middle one. It's a beach sunset. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a fucking.
1: <laughs> I gave. I made one of them. Topless mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> one of them's a Puerto Rican flag. I on <laughs> You don't want to see it. I I, I pierced my tiger's belly. <laughs>
0: also, weird. not even like the cutesy names, but when they give him like names, like dumb guy names and stuff, like Barney, stop, n- Barney, Barney, stop Barney. it,
1: stop it, Barney, Suzanne Summers, you better drop him.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> let, him <laughs> let him go. <laughs> Or just old (laughs) athletes. You're like, Arvita Sabonis, do not eat that man. (laughs) Mittens McPantaloons, (laughs) stop it. I swear to God, Steve DeBerg, if you don't let that (laughs) man go.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. um, flu- Stop it, fluffles! The mayor of Cloud Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Cuddles McKissington. Yeah,
0: he goes, and this is the pride of my pride. <laughs> This is mittens <laughs> it's right here it's, it's this right- is mittens puddlesworth and Min's but oh he's got my arm he, mittens, ah! m- m- mittens, puddleworth you this, i am your master
1: this is 930 pounds of clogs and <laughs> evolution for killing this is purple nurple
0: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Ripping my fucking arm off. <laughs> um, um, the best is when they get we said i think we said this before when like anybody has wild animals like that and they attack them they're always like no nah, i just got a little spooked the cameras are here they're, they're, they're shaking off like a fucking like a, like a, a bite down to the bone you know it he goes no no it goes between the weather and everything and you guys are here like he just got a little wound up there he goes that's nothing that a, about a four-month recovery couldn't solve it's fine it's gonna be fine
1: it's the same energy as your friend gives you when his girlfriend and him are fighting at a party and he tries to act like it was nothing. She's like, well, you're a fucking piece of shit and I just might move out walks away.
0: He goes, she's just being crazy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he goes, no, no, no. He goes, no. She's mad about some other shit. That's,
1: <laughs> that's totally the same energy they have when a tiger bites something He's just, I don't know. He's like, F- he's like fucking.
0: like, know. all right, guys. I got to cut this interview short. I got to see if they put these fingers back. But uh, he goes, no, it's like you caught him on a bad day. Yeah, dude, don't worry. Only I can make him roll over, that's what they're doing too, is, Roll over, mm. now roll over, roll over now! Like, <laughs> ah, that, oh, that's son a bitch, got me. They, they can't even get me, they can't even get that freaked out at the uh, while it's happening. Like, like oh, okay, he's got me. Hang on, hang oh, on, guys. Joe stop Exotic, filming? You, stop filming. Oh,
1: Joe, fuck. remember Joe Exotic when they said that he had cologne on his fucking feet in the top <laughs> and he was just trying to do that. He goes, all right, he's being like, oh, okay. He's being a little all right. He's
0: being a little bit of son of a okay. bitch. <laughs> he's off camera. Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. all right, hang on. Comes back goes, no, he's good. I would probably go, we had to put him down. He goes, I tell you what, took five darts. He
1: goes, pretty crazy. He's going to wake <laughs> up ornery. Um, <laughs> we were talking, Jacob, before you signed on, we said that you were out uh, settling scores with sharks. And we, <laughs> asked, we asked the fans if they could Photoshop Jacob Tot, shark sheriff. Shark sheriff. So <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to see it work. We
0: thought you were going to come back in in a wetsuit, soaking wet, holding a harpoon gun. <laughs> yeah,
1: just going... <laughs> They're not calm seas today, boys.
0: <laughs> the seas are not calm. Goes, I got a bluefin out there. It's going to be good eating. Yeah. I
1: don't think your mic's on, Jacob. We can't hear you. We can't see your face. We can only he's, see your face.
0: Polite, he's doing a polite uh, roasting laugh. Can you hear me? We're make fun of him. He goes, okay, you guys. All you right. guys are going a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Yeah, All right. Let That's let a good I always reference to it but christine if you could bring up the uh can you bring up american dad when they roast roger he does such a great thing on that he wears like a powder blue tuxedo and every time yeah. they like to keep hitting on him he goes because he because roger's a dumb fuck, and he just goes oh, come on like, doing, like <laughs> his laugh <laughs> rogers roast American I mean, dad. Roger,
1: so, learning fuck. how to fucking laugh right at a roast is a thing really
0: <laughs> yeah he goes oh, you guys it's-
1: i do do that <laughs>
0: I yeah, do, do that. Yeah, that's what they do. It's such yeah. a great draw. It's such a great do. animation of that. He goes, oh, this, these guys. <laughs> oh, man. You, had it?
1: you can, can you, do magic. You guys can hear me now?
0: Yeah. I hear you.
1: Can't you hear me now? <laughs> he's got the glasses
0: on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's perfect. <laughs> Is old Hollywood. Yeah, we'll
1: share it at the Bonfire SXM on Twitter. Right. It's, got, it's good uh, audio, too.
0: Cocaine, heroin, ecstasy, crack, Oxycontin. Meth. Steroids. Cooked down Afrin. Euphoria, the fake drug from 90210. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next I'd like to introduce a woman who is in a rare group for Roger. One who hasn't penetrated him with a strap on.
3: <laughs>
0: Let's hear it for Francine Smith.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Stan. Roger, you're the most disgusting, out of shape piece of shit I've ever met in my life. And I know Sammy Hagar. <laughs> <laughs> A few years oh. ago, we oh, thought not it doing was me. they it!
0: Let's show it. sure, it. It. it comes up. He does. He goes. oh, That's totally me.
1: <laughs> come on, girl. oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, this was the only check he ever wrote the rest of the checks have holes in them because roger got drunk and raped them <laughs> his reactions are mainly silent it's a two and a half
0: minute clip so yeah they are it's that they're all silent he just kind of has like that like that like the shoulder shake of laughter like
1: <laughs> just the pleasant the pleasant tree of <laughs> laugh good. like
0: that's good by the way the episode is about he actually he asked for that roast and then they roasted him and then when he takes a glass off the dan there's mascara running he's crying and it's it's the rest of it is a revenge trying to kill them for the things they said about him
1: yeah do i put on I, that's my new fall asleep show again it's back to being american
0: dad, american dad. yeah i did, I did
1: 30 too. i did 30 rock for the whole series yeah and then now i'm back to american dad
0: yeah that's what he's all sad, and he ends up hunting the rest of the time um so funny. Well, anyway, we were talking. Uh, I'm glad you came back, Jacob, because I sent a group text last night that may have been concerning to some of you. Some of you were asleep, I think. <laughs> I, had so just cele- okay.
1: I had just celebrated the Nuggets winning game seven over the I game. know,
0: dude. Congrats, man. That's awesome.
1: And I couldn't watch it. I didn't watch one of the Nuggets win in that series. So now really? Dude, every game I didn't watch, they won. So I followed four wins on my phone.
0: Why didn't you just not follow it and go home and watch it last night? Because when I went
1: home last night, because when I found out I'm flying out today, I had to go home, pack, and then, you know, come back to Jersey. And I was was Uh, in the car during the fourth quarter, and I looked at Bleacher Report, and I was like, I'm going to follow along on my phone. They won. They won, though.
0: 80 to 78. But you could have enjoyed a game seven, like, fresh? Well, you know what it is?
1: Now I'm going to enjoy watching the next series.
0: Unless they, they lose game one. And then I will watch. All yeah,
1: but I don't care because then I'll push them. Me not watching will push them. I, Josh Adam Myers texted me. He was like, dude, what a big game. And I was like, big win. Didn't watch it. And I explained to him that when I watched two games two, three, and four, they got blown out. And uh, I was expecting Josh Adam Myers to be like, yeah, you know, like, you should have watched. You, you're not good. And he just wrote back, dude, I totally get it. We I'll are the you. same.
0: <laughs> He's like, I'll tell you what's fun I, about that. What's fun about your series? I'm sorry. But I was saying what's fun about that series you just had too was they had like I think like close to, it was like the second or third biggest like discrepancy in a game like uh, points wise in a playoff game. Yeah, it was game three. 38 points, and yeah. they, and to win the series, it's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, they uh if you would have told me by game four that we were gonna come back and win, I would have been like, There's absolutely no way. But Jamal Murray, he's a guy where also which is really big and they're not talking about we got Gary Harris back for game sixes and game six and seven. So that was big. Gary Harris is like a fucking big part of the nuggets. So him coming back was huge.
0: So you get that TJ Lou? Gary
1: Harris is back. No one you guys care. No one cares about our mid market nuggets. That's why we're going to do okay. Would you burn his face into wood? Because that would make him an important person.
0: I would. (laughs) I would love a burnt wood Gary Harris. (laughs) I would really enjoy that. It weighs 75 pounds, and there's nowhere to put it that won't make you look like an asshole. If you could
1: make it some (laughs) walnut or maybe some oak, I'd be real happy with that. A good cut of wood.
0: That guy sent Lou uh, an 85-pound piece of wall art and then a nail and one of those things with the teeth that go on the back of it. I don't think it's going to hold in the drywall.
1: This thing thing might tear down the whole wall. I I like the idea that the guy's rubbing the wood and he goes, see this? It's beach wood.
0: Washed up. (laughs) Thinking about myself. Burned it in there.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, I thought he had it in front of... Lou, I thought you had it in front of your microphone, and then I didn't realize the microphone was in the pang. I was like, oh, look, Eddie Vedder's <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's fucking part By of it. By
0: the way, why does he have a... Uh, is that Eddie Vedder after a venomous cobra snake tack bite to his face?
1: Oh, that's the wood. The, the natural grain of the wood is making him look like he has a blemish.
0: Yeah? Are you going to fuck that wood? I mean, <laughs> I,
1: I'm going to stick my tongue in the hole in the wood.
0: I, go, uh, I mean, he, la- he lacquered it. It's probably smooth. Smooth as hell. <laughs>
1: I'm showing it to you look again little- so Jacob can get his kicks in. He didn't see it yesterday.
0: Oh, yeah. You got to hold it up so you can see it. Yeah, you, you did already. It's uh, Look at that son of a bitch. I heard the guy. Uh, yeah. He, I heard he finished the wood with sandpaper wrapped around his dick. Whoa.
1: <laughs> it just looks like he ripped up his kitchen floor and then did that. <laughs>
0: yeah. He goes, and then here I did this <laughs> for you. Yeah.
1: He goes, I don't know. I was demolishing my house. So here's some of the wood from our fucking Kitchen
0: that cost uh, that cost DJ Lou two hundred dollars off of Facebook, and I'll tell you what—it's the least scammed he's ever been on Facebook. Yeah, it's true.
1: It's true, man. One time I bought a Peter Forsberg Swedish hockey jersey off Facebook when Facebook was like first starting to sell things. Or it was on eBay. It wasn't even on Facebook. It was on eBay back in the day, and man, did I get ripped off! I got ripped off so hard.
0: Me and Christine, I don't think we've even officially told. Remember when we came in, we're, uh, we're getting this galaxy light? We're going to get a yeah. galaxy light. Well, Christine offered a galaxy light. See, here's the thing. You find out galaxy light, what it is from Facebook. Then you go buy a good galaxy light from somewhere. Christine bought the galaxy light from Facebook, and what showed up was, and I'm not exaggerating, uh, a, a little stand with a light bulb in it. And then, <laughs> I mean, plastic. A plastic thing you put over it that just had holes poked in it. This light bulb's not strong enough to project it even onto a wall or ceiling. It all—it was nothing. It was a child's toy they would have made in like a class as like a "Hey, mommy, we made you this."
1: That's so funny. Or did it look like a science experiment, like to teach kids how light works?
0: They build that yes. in their class. That's what it was like. The light just showed through on the actual pieces of plastic. The little like ball covering it, the plastic thing, yeah, it had little holes uh, in it. They were painted black, or painting you know, or whatever. They were black with little clear holes in them, and so you just saw. Yeah, it, it looked like it wasn't a galaxy light. Like the thing itself was the light. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it, the, the galaxy is supposed to project. Christine was really turned it on. Like she was like, "All right, let's go, Ursa Major," and then she just turned it on and, and nothing.
1: Oh, I've seen those. So you, th- so those just
0: suck, huh?
2: It's buddy, horrible. Just, it comes buddy, just to resemble right that just, too.
0: You have to assemble this thing. It's just plastic. I bought. I bought one of these. Uh, By the way, it's not plastic, horrible. Not plastic. plastic. By the way, it's not plastic. Also, it took forever to get here. It's not plastic. Like I mean, I assume they're all got some kind of plastic. I'm saying it's like just flimsy, like uh, like report it, report cover. The fact
1: plastic.
2: that it's showing this, I mean, it's just such a crazy scam.
1: Yeah, and it comes in like a thousand pieces. It's impossible to assemble.
2: I assembled it. I sat down and assembled it, and it was super hard, and it was still a piece of shit.
0: I <laughs> completely believed we were going to have Galaxy in our room. It, did, it wasn't even... You wouldn't consider light being on if it was the only light in the room.
1: Christine, can I welcome you to my new segment? You've been ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: I can't... Sh- you cannot shop off Instagram, and I've done it a couple of times. I got caught in a weird hair extension loop where somehow I kept ordering more hair extensions. Well, I've never on. worn hair extensions in my life.
1: I bought this T-shirt off uh, Instagram, off Homage. homage hey, look
0: look homage. how stressed out that neck is, dude. Dude,
1: it's a double XL. I'm having body dysmorphia, all right?
2: <laughs> Why do you get a 2XL? I
1: don't know. It,
0: it makes yeah. everyone around me furious. Um, That is weird. That would be my size you're wearing. Like it so- looks like you're cooking me breakfast afterwards.
1: I go... I go, hey, sleepy. Do you want scramby or or fried eggs?
0: And you're like, I'll be like, nice shirt. You go, yeah. I saw it on the floor. I thought it looked cute. It smells like you. <laughs> it, it smells, smells like you. you.
1: <laughs> so I put it on.
0: Dude, uh-huh. It smells like you. Yeah, <laughs> what? Like- Yo, the- I think like- you wore this working out. Dude, the first time me and Christine, uh, the one of the first time me and Christine ever hooked up. Yeah, uh, I gave her a shirt to sleep in. I think, and she slept in it and it was this is a me and christine first meeting both thick in the smoking and all kinds of shit. and she kept it forever and then it, it took me i believe being away from it or one of her friends or something i gave her and was just like ooh, like when she actually got away from it and
1: smelled me <laughs> this
2: is a problem like oh it's <laughs> wretched
1: did you wash it and then did it heal
2: <laughs> my suitcase up it was just like <laughs> like stale smoke smell uh, I told that. Suitcase.
1: I told that story about when my mom gave us the couches from our basement, and I, I fucking paid for a mover because I'm an idiot, and they yeah. got to Tucson and we cut the wrap off it. It was just cat piss. It just yeah. like yeah. Just yeah. cat <laughs> piss wafted out. And you're like, oh, and then I called my mom. I was like, mom, what the fuck? And she's like, I don't know. It didn't smell like cat piss in the basement. And you're like, well, yeah. apparently it did because completely got nose Blinds. Yeah. Uh Yeah, dude. That smell of like. Or, or smell, dude. I don't know why, but you talking about sleeping in a shirt just reminded me of one of the most alcoholic moves my dad has ever pulled. When he worked at Dan's Liquors, he would stock. One of the things we would do in the morning is stock the cigarette thing. You know, the cigarette thing that's over the counter. And so I got to stand on a ladder and like put those in. So that was like fun for me, you know. I was like, "Yay!" Then he cigarettes. let me.
0: Then he, let me uh, he let me count and break up the Percocets he was selling.
1: <laughs> Dude, my dad really did just do a thing where he's like, "Hey, pal, do you want to put these Coors lights into these?" I learned how to put them into the six pack holders, you know, like the plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I learned how to do that by the time I was eight, like efficiently. Yeah, that's like, great. Go,
0: <laughs> do you want to go? Uh, you want to go alphabetize the skin mags? Oh, he caught me back there. He caught
1: me back there looking at skin mags. On yeah. the on the surveillance camera, that was one of the most scared I've ever been in my life. And my dad was not an authoritative figure.
0: There's like a, a little black and white video of a young Dan looking at a thing and like slapping the outside of your jeans on your pecker. Just like just I don't it. know what's happening. Why
1: these feelings? Marilyn Chambers makes my private spicy. Yeah. Why is my dinky <laughs> tingling? Uh, why do I want to slam my hips into a wall? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <clears throat> young boy shit when you don't know what to do. <laughs> It's and like, your
0: dad, your dad's just ripping a beer at the front counter, looking at the security camera, going, "At ah, Christ!" I would,
1: <laughs> knowing how my dad ended, I would say there is strong belief that he would take like a flask of Bacardi from the liquor store and just pour it into a coffee. I would say, oh yeah, there's a there's a very high chance that that happened. But the reason that made me think of it, of Christine sleeping in your shirt, was we were filling the cigarettes, and my dad was emptying like a Camel Lights. Mm-hmm. And uh, a camel and a Joe Camel t-shirt came in it, and my dad was like, Hey, here's a t-shirt. And I thought it was like the greatest gift in the world that I just slept in this in this Joe Camel Lights t-shirt until it was see-through. You can see through it. I slept in it every night. It was my sleeping shirt. There's like pictures of white me. Your... Shirt. Yeah, there's like pictures of me at Christmas, and I'm in sweatpants and a Joe Camel shirt, and I'm like, you fucking piece of white trash. I'm just like,
2: hey. I got a
1: slit. This is like camel lights, and then that's what I smoked. I smoked that until dad, I quit smoking cigarettes.
0: My dad gave me a, a hat that said, "My other hat is your mom's pussy." That's so funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: just, <laughs> it, just inappropriate, inappropriate yeah. gifts for your kid.
0: <laughs> he gave me a. He gave me a lighter that when you light it, the girl's tits show up. Yeah. <laughs> I you're was right. five.
1: My dad goes, "This is a buck knife. Just you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna learn how to use
0: it until you don't know how to use Get it. Get out there and be somebody,
1: and then you're gonna learn." Yeah, I um, I might drive by Dan's Liquors, see if it's open when I.
2: I take okay. a. You gotta take a selfie for the campers if you go by.
1: I'll do it on. You know what? I'll do it on Sunday when I'm driving up. When I'm driving go up to, to the uh, county, go back oh, by yeah. the
2: skin mags.
1: <laughs> They're gone. I already looked. I walked right in the store to the back I was like, nah, "That's you, where you walk in." They go,
0: "Good day, sir. Can I help you?" Because he I'm good. Just use no, he's, he's beeline right for the porn. I
1: honestly, the first time I went back to Dan's Liquors was a couple years ago when I was driving to SFO for my grandma's. And I was like, you know what? I'll stop in. I'll tell the owner that I used to come here when my dad worked here. I'll have a real moment. And I walked in. I got a Gatorade. And this old Chinese man wanted (laughs) to do with me. I don't care. (laughs) No, dude, it wasn't even that. I go, oh, my dad worked here. Okay. I go, yeah, back like in the 80s and 90s. He goes,
0: oh, okay. Uh, where's the skin mags? <laughs> Ski mags? Okay. What are you? What are you, 55 years old?
1: I go, who jucks off to paper?
0: Uh, Christine, that's a good question, by the way. Who jokes off to paper? Is there any porn magazine still in print? Is it still happening? You no, know, Playboy like, became a non nudie mag. Yeah, well, no, dude, there's like. It went back to nude. Oh, by the way, there's like. At
1: the airport, there's fucking nudie mags all over the place. When you go into like a Hudson News, yeah, I still
2: like old timey people. Do
1: dude, dude, they love people They're still like, love,
2: like their mags?
1: Still, people love putting pen to paper, dude.
0: I uh <laughs> <laughs> pen to paper. People still I got more in the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's a great analogy. <laughs> yeah, uh, people are, people but, love uh, fucking yeah, I it. guess maybe, but I mean, Jesus Christ, like it is when you were in a nudie magazine, even for one of like those fucking the lower ones like cherry and stuff like that like in the world of porn like you're like oh shit like i'm in magazines on shelves that's not even a thing anymore look it's got to be the way like when when someone goes hey i'm making a new uh, album recording like is it though yeah it's there just a record it's the same it's just a good quality thing of what you would do with your phone it's crazy
1: It's crazy you bring that up. Like, now you're right. When a comic's like, I'm doing an album, you're like, yeah, you can do an album any night. I remember when you did American Storyteller at Stand Up New York, I was like, we were were buddies, but we weren't, like, close. And I was just becoming good friends with Lewis and Dave. And I remember Wayne, like, freaking out with the guy from Comedy Central Records about, like, where the mics were, what they were picking up. Like they had it. Jack Vaughn.
0: It was probably it was, Jack Vaughn.
1: That's crazy to think it was Jack Vaughn, because mm-hmm. I just remember them triangulating, triangulating, like the, like where all the mics were. Mm-hmm. And, and it was the old stand up New York with the bars and shit. And I just remember being like, "Whoa, they're doing an album."
0: Yeah, well, and you know what sucks about that was that was already at the time it was just pretty much past the idea that because I remember being very excited about doing my first album because when I started comedy, at least. Yeah. One, there was uh, actual CD stores still. There was music stores. Yeah. And when you go into the music stores, you go to comedy. I remember, like, going to one, and I think, like, for Bigley, it was the first person I knew where I saw one in the still record store. I'm like, oh, dude, I got to get an album in a record store. And then by the time I did an album, that was, like, they were, like, talking about distribution, and I was like, is it going to go to, like, Tower Records and all this stuff like that? And they go, I don't know. Dude, those days are done, dude. This is going to be 100% almost online. Like, we're going to give you hard copies to sell. But they will will not ship out hard copy to stores in any way. That's one of the... It's a waste waste of time.
1: That's one of the two things that I wish I would have, like, that I really wish I would have got to experience in comedy is having an album in a record store where you can just be like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is an hour of my comedy. And also, I think, like, doing old school Tonight Show, like, that feeling of, like, you do the five minutes and Carson's like, come on over here. And you're like damn, I'm going to make so much money on the road, you know, which I'm basically is weird. I do, like, I,
0: I've do. i been conditioned by Howard Stern to think that's the cuntiest thing ever in, in entertainment. What was the callers that like, you, like, like, he's like, does he anoint you and go, come over here It was fine. It's like, just for you should, he should be more impartial than that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was like a cool, like all the stories where you're like, Dude, it's unreal. If you get, if you get called it. over, it's <laughs> the greatest
0: thing in the world. If he goes like, thanks for coming. You're like, Huh?
1: Dude, yeah, that would have, you're right. I couldn't have mentally handled that just fucking good set. you,
0: remember, and I go, uh, you, you passed Esty right away, right? When yeah. you went up for her. Yeah, yeah. Right away. Have you watched her, like, walk by somebody who went yes. on? Been, that's, that's, by the way, you're watching them be there for about an hour and 15 past their audition, um, walking around going, like, yeah, she hasn't talked to me yet. And it's like she walked by and kind of, like, nodded at me uh, and, like, you know, half smiled. And you're like, she hasn't talked you. He goes, yeah, she I go, I-, I think, like.
1: Yeah. I think I've seen right, her. Dude. People have been cheering. I've been. There's, like, people I've genuinely wanted to get, see get in that club. And I've, like, been sitting on the stairs listening to their set and watched her walk out during their set. And I'm like, fuck. Fuck. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. they get off and they're like, what? You got that, like, wide-eyed? And they're like, what do you think? And I'm like. Yeah, yeah, you got to you gotta be positive. To you got to go. be positive.
0: Like, what do you think? He goes, she probably could tell from, like, the first joke that you're the shit.
1: Yeah, she probably walked away and was like, damn, my, my panties are too wet.
0: Yeah, she's like, I, if I laugh any harder, I'm going to get sick, to, I'm gonna get sick, so I have to get out of here. I, okay. I've seen her do, do that before, but only for a few really funny people.
1: So basically, you're that. So that's pretty cool. Uh,
0: uh, you're a, uh, a legend. You're a god. Please, <laughs> please. please. Got you, I don't feel like a comedy god. I mean, the set was going a little bit rough. Was it? No, I didn't notice that what
1: dude all i heard was pure destruction please don't look at me in the eyes
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah she, please. just uh she goes well should i go upstairs and talk to her now he goes man you could probably she'll call you if it's oh if, man you could probably just leave now and she'll call you the worst is watching somebody she, hang watching the person hang and you know already you go she tells you to come right over when you come upstairs if it's like happening
1: dude when i was a sophomore and i played that feeling is this made me when i was a sophomore and i played football i was mm-hmm. like I, I was never good at football But I I was like, I got bigger my junior year so I could play varsity. But my sophomore year, I was like, me and one other guy would switch starting on JV. And then I was backing up this guy on JV. And our defensive coordinator was this old fucking asshole. I forget this guy's name. I just remember he had giant calves. And I was like, oh, maybe if I, like, maybe he'll put me in. I, I blew a play. And I was like, oh, maybe if I, like, stand by him. Like he'll know I'm here and he'll put me back in at linebacker or whatever. <laughs> and finally, I'm like, f- kind of following him around. He just turns around, and he goes, "Solder, stop following me around. I'm not putting you back in." And I was like, "What?"
0: Oh, calling you on it for sure. Yeah.
1: And I was like sitting on the sidelines, like, uh, put my hands on my wide hips. I was like, "What's, what's going on?"
0: I like you being near him uh, while plays are happening and plays where the other linebacker doesn't do a good job, and you go, oh, man, everyone knows you got to like." You gotta hit yeah. it harder. I go, on that I go dude.
1: White. Come on, that's that's Buzz Yellow left. You gotta goes, pull, pull you gotta Buzz on that. You gotta, hit the B,
0: you gotta hit the B gap quicker than that, man. no, nah, I, I saw the guys. I saw the guys' knuckles were turning white. He was. Or cool. you're just yeah. yelling things out for him to all do. Right, you go right. hook to curl. It's hook to curl right there. Go. I mean, come a coach, right? <laughs> yeah. He was coach. Is this guy even reading the playbook? He goes, me. He goes, I fall asleep with it every night. It's 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 all.
1: that so, same feeling as when I was trying to get past at the strip. And junior wouldn't pass me. And then I did Montreal, and then he still wouldn't pass me. And then,
0: in hindsight, just go to you, it's like, yeah.
2: The people that have had power in this business is mind blowing.
0: Oh, I know some real turds that have had power in this business. I actually like we used to like bullshitting
1: with him when he was like. But he's at Stand I mean, Up New York. He was so nice to me when he was at Stand Up New York after yeah, he
0: denied me for years. Well, because that was his. Yeah, he, I mean, <laughs> his, that was his demotion down the ranks. Yeah, yeah. That's not
2: a promotion in the industry. It's a yeah, lateral. Well,
0: but he was. But he got a job like just doing whatever. He didn't give a shit about the job at all whatsoever. Genuinely, he didn't. He actually wanted to do comedy. Is what it is. Yeah. Um, that makes sense.
1: It, that makes sense and, why he was so mean to so many good comics.
0: And then he uh hired his boy from college, his pothead friend, uh, to work the front desk, who eventually got on to try to do comedy and became like uh somehow like the guy who booked this club. All it's a like, crazy it's like Wait,
2: what? that's his friend?
0: Fucking old doof Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Damn. Yo, that club the- <laughs> that club when I moved here was, like, ju- it was, Lucian was already dead, and it was, like... In the like, comic strip
0: was legendary for audience listening. Uh, the, uh. Yeah,
1: the comic strip live is a very infamous stand-up club in New York on the Upper East Side, where Seinfeld started.
0: A lot of beginnings of people there. Paul
1: yeah. Reiser. Uh, but also Sandler, Rock, Colin Quinn, like uh, like a lot of the top guys, and...
2: It was, like, the Cellar the- before the Cellar, right? Like, yeah. that was the only club when I moved the out of the heard of it.
1: The Cellar usurped... The Strip is the biggest club in New York. Yeah, yeah. As
2: far yeah. as
1: I know, when I moved here, Lucian, the the guy that booked the cellar and or, I mean booked the Strip and was like, the he was just the booker. He wasn't the owner or anything, but he was the booker, and he was like, you know, a big deal. A lot of people have like a lot of Lucian stories about him spitting on them because he yep. spit when he talked, or he'd always eat when people would audition.
0: He was dying forever. He was a, he was a failed ballerino. Nice. That's what he was, and then he all of a was? sudden, yeah, and then all of a sudden he sits there and goes, "Well, I don't, I don't really know, like the stuff you're doing. This, this business fucking blows, man."
1: Well, you know what it is? Is it's got such carnival birth that you really see the fucking how we're still carnies when you fucking see who books and has power sometimes in this business. sd just, all- just answered
0: phones. St just answered phones. You got a job answering phones at the cellar, dude. It's just, but I,
1: it's, it's I honestly happen. wonder. What is worse? If it's those people, these just crazy wackadoos that you just have to kind of corral to believe in your comedy, or these soulless corporate people now that kind of control it, where they're just like, I look at optics, what are the optics? And you're like, it's not funny. And they're like, it's still optics. That girl can, that girl lip syncs Donald Trump perfectly. Give her an hour. And you're like, yeah, 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 fuck all those, like, you know, other women that were working their asses off.
0: Insane. Uh, jordy one of our main contacts we had for this show, the thing was a guy that fought real hard for this show. For sure, fought real hard for but he was a comic at one point before that. But yeah. a lot of people a lot of people aren't gonna do comedy for years and then genuinely resign themselves to being like, Well, I'll be like more of a decision maker, I guess, in the thing. It's very rare that happens with someone not being with not having a chip on their shoulder. Yeah about it do you know it's what I mean? also
2: like being you know being a bad stand-up comic is not necessarily the prerequisites for being a good producer
0: yeah it's drunk it, it, they a hundred percent of the time 100 percent of the time sd all the all of them get drunk with power on it and they stop remembering that you were a person who just like you were answering things and you were a bar back and then they asked you one day like you know yeah you know the comics here can you kind of like organize the lineup and you get to deciding a thing goes i will say who the next edward murphy is yeah you're exactly like, you're like no no. you were like the dishwasher like a couple uh like two years ago it goes not anymore they saw that i had the eye the eye for who's gonna be who but like, that's why it really decides is what it is
1: that's why it always bums me out when clubs get rid of people that actually get it or kind of give a stand-up new york's had multiple people like wayne he got drunk with power but then, you know, another good booker at Stand Up New York was. Wayne understood.
0: When, Wayne did understand how to book, though.
1: Fuck so yes, far. he did. Fuck yes, he did. Wayne was a guy where, out of all the people, when I, when I was like, Stand Up New York was the club that I was like, this is the lineup that I think is the best that I can also get on stage here as a young open mic comic. It was like every weekend it was either you, Patrice, or Attell, and then the young comics were like Nate and Kurt, and, like, there was a couple other people that you're like, oh, man, these lineups are unbelievable.
0: But all the while still, like, he did understand, like, the, like, okay, like, we need, of course, you have to have com- like, gay comics represented. and female. Sure. He was working, uh, I think he was putting Wolf on uh, check spots, like, way early in the no, game.
2: No, that wasn't. The- Wolf Was that your time? Was that
0: yeah. your time? Okay. And right, it was yeah. really,
2: like, it was really Becky and Benji. Like Benji, that and that's that what I was going to say.
1: So that was going gotcha, to be gotcha, the, fa- gotcha. the Sorry, following generation. Because stand-up New York had Wayne, and I think it was, the best if you know it was tied with the sellers the best club when wayne was running it and then wayne left and it fucking fell yeah tanked, and then, hard. tanked hard and then benji and becky just started doing this thing where they were like booking comics that they liked and that they yeah. wanted to watch so stand up new york started getting good again and then benji and becky were like all right we're gonna go be managers and everyone's like no and then luckily candy took over and candy was booking it pretty good and then she the just fucking-
0: was, they, they, they just like they Plus sunk the it- business with her there
2: as somebody who's been fired from most comedy clubs in manhattan they are tricky businesses to try to do anything that changes when you don't own them it's like yeah. at the end of the day the owners uh can kind of like cut off their nose to spite their face sometimes when
0: i, when I was having this like uh, dm kind of like conversation with somebody who's like a, a real negative nancy about our world of comedy technically yeah um it was saying something like that I was like oh I guess just fans of you should book all comedy clubs and I was like um no not fans. I mean I hope people who book comedy clubs would at least like get what I do or like what I do but that said like uh my ex-wife Carly sale all the time too she goes oh if it was up to you every comedy show would be uh Dave Attell Patrice and uh you and Kurt and whatever and I'm like no 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 like, I understand, I'm talking about, I don't know i got to say names at all, because I want to say the point is actually more, I'm like, there's plenty of comics who are like, I wouldn't want to watch if you gave me $20 to watch them. But I get it. Yeah. Like, I get their thing. It's like, of course you should have these comics. And there's plenty of comics where I'm like, yeah, it's not my thing. But, like, I fully get why people would like it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I think a good comedy club, you're, you're seeing people that are just there to see a show, not just a fan of people. And that's always why, like, guys like... That's why the seller was so big. You even
0: need a hack. You need sort of a hack in there, somewhat, to, to just like you mean, yeah. To you please, need a, to please like the tourist who doesn't want to be challenged in any way whatsoever. You, know, you need sure.
1: someone to make them comfortable. You need someone. You know what I mean? You need you, you need a, a diverse lineup in order sure. to have a good New York comedy show, so you can see everything. But the point being is, you need that diverse lineup to have to bring in all these people because then that makes you understand which jokes work the best. Because if you're right. getting everybody with these jokes, you're you're crossing lot. You know what I mean? Because then when you go on the road, <laughs> it is more spe- specific towards you.
0: Guys, I just did my first not all white show. And yeah. I'll tell you what, all crowds, not into the hard R N-bombs. Yeah, they go, <laughs> oh, took,
1: uh, took me a little bit of perspective.
0: <laughs> right. I'll tell you what, some people, not finding it funny, really aren't even listening past the word. And I got to tell you, that does you do not hear the joke well, <laughs> wh- right there. Well, your thing – but, Jay, your thing
1: is, like, what – I think what I'm trying to say is, like, when you do only shows for your fans and people that just want to see you, that ends up making a weaker comic because Mm -hmm. then it's just like – it's like having a conversation with someone you're married to and they're just like, yeah, no, of course I got your side. Like, I got your side. I might argue with you a little bit, but I – like – The cellar was good for Louis C.K. and Chris Rock and Seinfeld and stuff because they could come in to an audience that didn't know they were going to be there and they could just try jokes, even if the people knew who they were. You know, it wasn't like
0: juice. No expectation.
1: I remember when Chris Rock was running uh, Shoot the Messenger back in like 2008. He was going to do a Tuesday night at Stand Up New York. And so he told this was after Wayne, right after Wayne got fired. So this is like a new crew that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And Chris Rock was like, hey, I'm going to drop in tonight. Don't say anything.
0: It was in the late Scott Gray. Yeah, Chuck oh, Norris. Yeah.
1: It was the Chuck Norris looking it passed Scott away. Gray.
0: But dude, that's a, that's another great. So now, now the manager. Just to get for Dan's story here, just to paint a picture that everyone will get here at that time. Dan's talking about the manager was when Wayne was managing the club. Yeah, our our, uh, our gay friend Wayne was managing the club. He uh, one of his things. I was like, hey, you and Lewis. Like Lewis produces these shows that are really good. Actually,
1: poster like, dog you know, show. Cause we're fucking fun, especially, dude. Especially
0: when we were young comics, and you didn't really care about rowdy and shit. Dude, like that was
1: the first spots I got were Lewis's poster dogs in the city. Right?
0: Yeah, yeah. At uh, Dylan's, used to do with Dylan's, and then uh, still the grossest episode of Kitchen Nightmares ever. And uh, it's crazy. And Lewis like we ate there every day, and I'm like holy. Oh. <laughs> that's great.
1: That's
0: there, was the, great. There, was, there was different breeds of of rat and and cockroach everywhere. Dude, there.
1: you guys on Skanks should go through that episode and have Lewis talk about his favorite dishes that he ate there. Uh,
0: yeah, dude, that's actually really then, really funny.
1: And then break down like the Dylan's kitchen nightmare. We're like Lewis, you were eating that, and Lewis is like you're fucking good, doggy. I don't <laughs> yeah, give a
0: yeah, yeah, we should absolutely do that I'm gonna <laughs> call him after this and say we should do yeah. that um, it's so fucking gross, but, uh, I told Lewis, like, you know, Wayne, he's got, by the way, it's hilarious that they've gotten to physical altercations, uh, at this thing that I brought together at one point, but when it was rolling good, uh, Lewis and the street team came over and they were, uh, doing the late night shows and selling tickets for the club. That's
1: when I started. That's when I started doing poster dog.
0: Yeah, Lewis and his street team crew were selling these shows.
1: And me and Martin and Lewis would just be outside and I'd be like, Lewis was husky with his fucking trench coat.
0: And Lewis <laughs> hired either rave kids, it seemed. Yeah. Chicks he wanted the fuck. I always or... called
1: him I always called him the boxcar children.
0: I mean no shit. They I was about, like
1: Lewis did you uh, just go down to the fucking tracks and grab whatever kid you could
0: by the way all of these people do not relate to comedy at all this happened in Christine's life too weirdly enough but with much better people that achieved much more Yeah. everyone that Lewis ever hired to sell tickets for him eventually started producing their own shows Just sort of like, <laughs> but, remember that Jacob kid it was like Pink Hat Productions and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. they just
1: saw they just saw like, how Lewis God. did it and then they just turned around and were like and by the way they would pick. they would get guys like me who would be like yeah I'll do your show because I just wanted to spots yeah. so like, hey, oh, man, orange, of
0: course i mean like, dude i'll be down on essex when, when do you need me me too all that dumb shit uh but lewis one of his hires for his street team was what i can only describe as what seemed like a homeless 45 year old chuck uh, norris look at you look like chuck norris on meth look like chuck norris uh by the way fantastic segue at the end of this because he also was a very accomplished i believe poet uh and that is a fact um i didn't know that absolutely he, I didn't he, wrote, know that. he was a poet uh and then and then he used to just dress like a like a guy that found like an old new york Rangers starter jacket and put it on and do you remember the fedoras but yes but i'm, I'm telling you this is before fedoras oh, this is man. what happened he was just like he looked like a homeless guy and then uh he worked for lewis selling tickets and then they kind of like let him do something inside. And then when Lewis, Bar- left, they
1: let him bartend.
0: When Lewis left, yeah, he came in and bartended. Because Rick and, left, and then he started bartending. And then they fired Wayne and just made that guy the manager of the fucking club. And then and then he can, I you, can I tell you? Can I tell you how fedor- I found that? Fedora's and tight vests, and he dressed like a fucking magician out of nowhere. <laughs> can I tell you? the guy who worked for Lewis selling tickets on the street, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I interrupted
1: you is because when you said that,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have such a fucking vivid memory. I used to do check spots, right? And Wayne had an agreement with me where Wayne was like, "Because of Mike Britt, shout out to Mike Britt." Mike Britt was like, yeah, "Hey, yeah, whenever yeah. I'm hosting here on the weekends, Dan Soder can do check spots. He can do all my check spots." So Wayne was I'd like, say I'd, hey, prefer,
0: "I'd say I prefer you didn't, but he didn't. He was listening, you know." Yeah, I guess Britt was, was more important,
1: <laughs> but he was and then Wayne being awesome. Wayne was like, listen, I understand you're here. Wayne was like, dude, you're here to do every check spot whenever I'm here. So why don't I start giving you twenty dollars a check spot to me? That was like on a weekend. I'm like, yeah, dude, 40 bucks for the night and I can pay Rick to drink. And then Wayne was like, I'll tell you what we can you remember. Newtown Pizza next door. He was like, and if you want to order, like, a sub from Newtown, you can get a sub from Newtown, and I'll give you, like, 20 bucks a show. And I was like, dude, this is the greatest. And Wayne was like, you – when you – you call, he's like, when if you show up at 8 o'clock, you get first dibs on check spots. And there was, like, a couple other guys. I always said Bill
0: Michaels was my Spider Rico
1: because I would show up, and I'd be like – I'd be like, you gave my check spot
0: to Spider-Rico. that the guy that used to wear the I Work at Home Depot suspenders. Yep. And then he and got then really he fat. And weight. then he lost a bunch of weight. Lost a bunch of weight. That guy. Looked, that looked weird. It looked weirder almost.
1: I had this thing where finally it was like as a young comic because I, like, I was in a groove. I had a place I could go. I was going to do the Creek open mics. I was doing all these shitty Brooklyn shows. And then I had a club that I could go do a shitty spot, but still a spot. And it was like, you were there, Patrice was there, all these people were there, so it felt like I was a comic. And I'll never fucking forget. It was, uh, it was Wayne got fired after Just For Laughs where something happened. And Just For Laughs happened and Wayne never came back. And I was running my hotel room. <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the year I did it in 2011. Um, but this was like, 07, 08. oh, seven. Okay, oh, I remember. Okay. I remember running. I got off the train at 72nd Street because I caught the Express and I was running to stand up New York to get there first to get there at eight o'clock so I could do my check spot. And I'm fucking running up Broadway and I get to 78th Street and fucking Scott is standing in a black t-shirt on the corner like this holding his arms and i'm running and i'm like it's scott so i'm like hey what's up scott whatever and he goes no check spot tonight and i went what (laughs) as i was running i stopped and i was like what's up and he goes wayne doesn't book here anymore and i was like oh what what happened and he goes i don't know but you're not doing the check spot tonight and i was like who's doing the check spot like aggressively like that yeah aggressively dude and i was like who's doing the check spot and he goes we have a new system here and i was like wh- he was just talking in like vague terms yeah, yeah, yeah where i'm like
0: dude there's gonna be some changes around here that's
1: exactly what he was talking about and he goes uh right now i'm gonna i'm gonna have you each audition on a check spot i go wait you're having me audition for check spots and he was like yeah and i was like man fuck this and i left and i was just like man fuck this and bj was still the manager there And bj would text me and he'd be like dude fuck scott i'll let you know when you can come do check spots so that's how i ended up going but i that's like kind of when i stopped hanging out there because i was like dude what i'll never forget though me running around the corner and him just going no check spot tonight
0: wayne (laughs) doesn't book here and i was like what dude isn't that fucking creepy that's nuts he was uh i think an actual bum who started selling tickets for i can only guess his money oh my god that's crazy and, uh, you know, not, not to speak ill, I mean, he passed away. That's no good. That sucks. But like, uh, yeah, and he also,
1: by the way, got, he got like, what's funny about those people is when they hold power at first, they really relish it. And then once you get past it, you just kind of see what kind of people they are. And you're like, ah, dude, whatever, man. Like I, by the end of Scott, I was
0: like, dang hey, Scott. And he was like, All right, you know what I mean? And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't, dude, I don't it was, care. It's bye. just, isn't that funny? It was, he had the power to tell like people now who have like fucking careers, like genuine career. be like. I don't know. Let me see what I think. And you're like, you're a bum, dude. dude JR. You're a bum who works selling tickets in the street.
1: I'm gonna tell you right now who JR said no to at the comic strip. Me, Nate Bargetsi, <laughs> Thomas Pappas, Chris stefano like all these people that he was like, No, no, no. Joe List, Mark Norman, Sam Barrill. I Honestly. swear to God. Those are all people that he said and that's fucking no
0: to. And that's where I got to give Wayne credit where the credit's due. Like, even when he went to CBs and all that stuff, and those guys were still He pretty, brought us like, all with him, dude. He just worked those guys. That's, like, CBs is where I saw, like, Sean Patton, Sam Morrell. Uh, Shout like, out. The, like, like, Mark Norman, Joe. Those guys, like, the first time started seeing them was, like, at, at Wayne's, like, CB shows. Like, he For me, work it was them, Eastville. Because
1: Wayne went to Eastville. Remember that? And mm-hmm. Wayne brought Lewis over to do Poster Dog. Mm-hmm. And that, and Wayne was like, listen, I can get you check spots at Eastville. I can actually give you guest spots at Eastville. And I was like, dude, let's fucking go.
2: Let's Depo fucking go. That was awesome. <laughs>
1: God damn it. That was so much fun. God damn it. That was so much. Me and Dave Smith would host. It would be like, I would host on Friday. Dave would host on Saturday.
0: That's funny. Anyone gives me shit about like, you know, when I say something about, I got you, about like nepotism or something. And it's like, we I had to work for everything I ever had. And I definitely like fucking grind my feet in for, years longer than a lot of people before i kind of had any return sure uh on it but i will say i'm like a thousand times over they'd be like yeah always like wherever wayne goes like jay's like uh there every weekend that he's home and i'm like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> then, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Jay, maybe yeah.
0: once in a while you should tell wayne like wayne there's other comics you could book too i go what yeah I'm shut like, up what comic does that i go what i want to do is go wayne do you stop booking those people I don't know and book my friends that I do. Know?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, dude, that was that was when me and you, that was when me and you in the back of the room worked out our 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 uh, the putting your pulling the panties down with one arm and putting your dick yeah, in yeah, the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. I right? <laughs> yeah. so, mean, me and Jay would act like we were putting our dick in the wall, but pulling down its panties first, and that was the thing we would do while waiting for the comic to wrap up when I was
0: hosting. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, do you do like
1: the you scoop your hips under and you go dude,
0: fuck it up Lovecraft country this weekend just had a scene like that like one <laughs> okay. hard like 10 second fucks mm-hmm. it's like it's all one hand like yeah. god damn dude i remember
1: being in the back of that room <laughs> let's take a break we got a guest who's going to talk <laughs> poetry
0: with us oh buddy i bet okay. she loves it oh there we go. shit all over it
1: we're going to be right back. It's the Quarantine Tapes on the Bonfire. To the Bonfire, Quarantine Tapes, Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95. I'm Dick <laughs> Soder. That's Big J Oakerson. And welcome back to the show. Her new album, <laughs> <laughs> Hawkins' is 40 AF, available for download everywhere. It's Kalise Hawkins. She's
3: back. I'm still 40. I'm still 40. You're still 40? You're still 40 AF. I'm now, a more 40.
1: And now we can, uh, you know, and now we can have a nice conversation without it cutting out and us having boring
0: computer talk.
3: Yes, 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 yes.
0: What's going on? I don't understand. The mainframe's cracking on us. Um, (laughs) We were having a very interesting conversation off
1: air about uh, parents being competitive, specifically uh, mothers being competitive with their daughters.
3: Yes. My mom was very competitive with me, and she's very competitive with my kid. My kid wants to do art. Big J was asking me like, how good my kid's art is, and I'm like, it's a kid, you know. Kids do art. That's what they all do. So it's hard to tell the kid, yes, you're special at it when all kids are drawing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're right? fine. You're fine.
3: You're okay. Yeah,
0: you, you're
1: doing you're all You're
3: right. doing it. I got it her is. a couple tablets. She has the iPad. Now she has a Huey on, which China is just listening to us. If you guys want China in, they're in.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to give <laughs> all the way our secrets to Beijing?
3: China. <laughs> like, I don't even know how that works. Can they? We, I well, they already we
0: have all of this. Them. Yeah. They got, us. Okay. they got us. Yeah, I uh I couldn't understand like the especially when like when uh Isabella tried comedy. Yeah. I was like excited for her. I also didn't push her into it. I was like, yeah, so you're it, that was awesome. It was so fun to watch. Like if you want to keep doing it, like you should keep to try it. And she just didn't like have like a passion for it or want to do it. So I'm like, okay, it's fine yeah. too. Like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> But again, she's a girl. Maybe if it was like a boy or something that was like killing the game at 17 right now I'd like fuck this kid
1: that's what I'm saying maybe you should have been competitor with her you go I mean my first set was a lot better and I had a lot love more love for the game but I guess whatever you want to do I guess
0: yeah yeah I was in scarier waters it was a, uh, but you know but you did fine were you set up to win sure I wasn't but you were it's fine
1: do you find <laughs> yourself do you are you a competitive mom Kalise, with your daughter
3: no I'm a martyr you know like no (laughs)
0: she goes goes, no i'm not competitive i dust that bitch and everything she goes it's not a (laughs) competition you just house him yeah she never beat me in a race never beat me in a fight no there's no competition she goes let's
1: let's see she goes i've won gold medals in greco roman wrestling muay thai (laughs) cooking uh archery
3: it's a careful calculation of the fact that we live in one bedroom so i am the most encouraging inspirational mom because i tell her you're gonna have to get us out
0: of here <laughs> like that's <geez. laughs> <laughs> so funny You're like michael jordan's <laughs> station screaming you at you her her shoot jumpers st- at 3 a.m <laughs> your yeah. fingers
1: bleed do you go look at this situation you are our way out of here you have to do that my cousin did that with one of her my cousin did that with her son her son was like starting to be really good at uh pop warner football or whatever and then she put a post up on facebook where she was like Look at him. Look at this one-handed catch. He's going to buy his mom and his sisters a house one day when he gets to the NFL. And I'm like, that's a... Crazy amount of pressure to put on a nine-year-old.
0: That's what they do. You do it with your daughter. I want you to stand behind a desk and make her rap for you every day and go. Yeah. I don't think that's not getting us out of here. Your rhyme scheme is is hacky at best, and you're all over the place. Your subject matter is nonsense. And come on, get <laughs> it out of your head ass. I want to be Tag the dad.
1: <laughs> I want to be more of a producer dad, where I'm just sitting at the soundboard, turning knobs <laughs> as I listen to my kid's song, and I go, "All right, all right, we almost got the hook."
0: Dude, Hulk Hogan <laughs> did that for his daughter. That's the funniest thing. When she's in there trying to sing, like "Touch your body, feel my body," and H- Hulk Hogan's in a room going, mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, it's brother, it's that's going good. Right. <laughs> good."
1: He goes, "Yeah, brother, someone's going to want to drop the leg on Brooke." All
0: right.
1: <laughs> yeah brother yeah did that whole show ruined (laughs) hulk hogan for me so fast
0: he goes maybe turn up the bass a little bit brother Mm -hmm. yeah i gotta tell you drowning out her vocals a little bit right there maybe pop the treble up brother oh yeah
1: (laughs) um maybe she could cover my song my entrance song (laughs) khalees your mom was competing with you though you said that she like gave you when i was
3: 16 and she was in her 40s and she gave me a pair of pants that she would wear when she was 26, right? Yeah. And she was now 250 pounds. I couldn't at 158 pounds fit in her 26-year-old pants. And so she's like, aha, I win. I was like, no. Like,
0: <laughs> I was better at you That now. She's just rooting for you to get over 250 pounds. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. She goes, I got her. I got her. She has a weight chart in her house of Khalees. <laughs> and she goes, uh, I have her
0: step on things that she doesn't know. Yeah. I was going say, doesn't know that the welcome mat's a scale. Yeah. She goes,
1: oh, I just see you. She hugs, she kicks the mat over, and she goes,
0: <laughs> and looks 222.
1: Like, mm, we're oh, good. I'm
3: like, mom, you have a smaller frame. You have different parents than I did. <laughs> that's like, what so are you fun. doing? Why that's... are we competing?
1: But that's, that's the competitiveness we were talking about do you think and this is what we were talking about off air do you think moms are competitive with their hot daughters
3: oh hotness wise yeah my mom was i think that's over now i mean i'm not doing that with my kid i don't even let her be hot so i don't have to compete <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that's the point maybe you're snuffing out that light maybe that was your com- your competitiveness the whole time you go I'm i don't want her to show. have to
3: go through all the hotness i went through in life i just don't <laughs> want her to have to experience
0: no,
1: no. It's you want better for it. it's you want better I had
3: her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wanted to focus on her. When you have got too many other people looking at you, you don't even look at yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: stop looking at yourself. <laughs>
0: exactly.
3: like, I'm perfect. You gotta, they got to do it for me. <laughs> I look good.
0: It's you gonna get competitive, I guess.
2: Well, I had, I had an. um. Let me
0: Your mom called you you on, like, just when she was like paralyzed, basically in bed. She was, "Come here, baby." you're (laughs) Uglier than me at (laughs) fifteen. She goes, "What, mama?" (laughs) She goes, "I'm just saying. For, I guess I had better genetics. Now, please go get me some juice." She goes, "Turn around. Oh, you ain't got shit." (laughs) Yeah, she goes, "I guess you got your father's ass. Now get out of here, you dump."
2: i had uh, my, my mom, my, my <laughs> mom. <laughs> i had an aunt where i was a i was a fat kid like i remember i was wearing my mom's jeans that were a size nine in like fifth grade <laughs> like nine women's um but i had an aunt who like when i was fat she was always so sweet to me and everything and then i i lost a bunch of weight and when i was 17 i was like 135 pounds it was just the hottest phase of my life <laughs> and she was she didn't like it i missed it by so many (laughs) years you did there's one guy that got me (laughs) at that that weight (laughs) i was banging one guy at that time and (laughs) she was like she told me that she thought that i got competitive with her and this was when i was like 17 and she was it it wasn't a fat girl she was like
0: did you you tell her that it wasn't a contest and that it was you were on crack cocaine and like (laughs) your cocaine for years
2: She was helping me go through rehab at the time. She was the woman that helped me get into rehab and like knew the whole situation. She was trying
0: to pork you back up.
2: My
3: family. (laughs) Trying to get you fat again. A lot of parents can't differentiate between children and adults. They treat them the exact same way. It's insane. The fact that you were seventeen and she was like, "You're competing with me because you got hot." It's like. Crazy. What? I'm Like my mom died two years ago,
2: and I just came out of a deep drug addiction. Thanks, aunt. <laughs>
1: yeah, but she goes, yeah, but you're hot, and I can't
0: fucking stand it. Yeah,
2: I was mean, back <laughs> up to two hundred like a year later. So I'm that boy, then...
0: <laughs> I can tell there's still a fat girl inside of you.
2: <laughs> I'm Auntie. wondering if the,
1: the male, ver- the, the male version of that is toughness. I'm wondering if like the male version of that's like, all right, you're big enough, fat me, boy, and you're like, all right, here we go. I told, you,
2: right.
0: I told you when i was big when i was bigger i was like taller and bigger than my dad he took me up back and did like the, i'm going to show you how to box and just punched me way too hard in the chest a couple times and i started getting teary-eyed and i'm like, <laughs> and he's like he's like what are you getting teary-eyed for i'm like you left and left me with my mother and grandmother who are emotional and i don't like that you're hitting me in the chest a little too hard <laughs> you're bullying me
1: Yeah, hey, dude, you can't change up speeds right now.
0: Yeah, I'm fucking 15, and I don't like what you're doing. It's making me upset. (laughs) You got a a sweet boy, not a salty boy. (laughs) I see you twice a year, and one of them, you're punching me in the chest. Make this, dude. uh, Yeah,
1: my dad taught me how to fucking, basically, I shadowed him as a bartender for
3: two
1: weeks. Oh, my God. He was like he was training me at Clear Lake Lanes. He's like, I got you. Just follow me. Now, this is the slot bucket. This is where we put all the steak drinks.
0: Dan knew had to round up tips and pocket the extra cash by the time he was nine years old.
1: Yeah, dude, I'm talking to my friends, putting their juice on ice. Like, hey, what are you going to do, man? Third grade's, you know, it's third grade. You want to, excuse me? All right. <laughs> Just cracking it you know, open. It
0: over. Goes, Can I get an, a half ecto cooler, half blue, a blueberry blast? Coming right up, my man. I mean. So anyway, he goes, how's the family? I guess not great. You're here, right?
1: <laughs> Pack of candy, cigarettes? Uh, we're all going to
0: it.
1: <laughs> and that's, that's the mom. Mom. Mom's being competitive with their daughter's hotness, I hope, is a thing of the past, because that has to be mentally fucking crazy. There's
0: no way. No way, it's not a thing of the past at all.
1: Especially if you're stacked. Like if you're like one of those 15-year-old girls that just gets double D's and has a six-pack abs, and your mom's like, fuck you,
0: fuck you, you took my box. Well, I'll <laughs> tell you what's gonna I'll tell you what's happening probably in the next generation, or happen at least maybe in this one uh coming up here, is the the idea of what looks good. So if you were like uh a very curvy like thick girl when you were younger and people kind of like called you like people weren't attracted to that at the time and they're going like whatever and now that's like the look of like everyone that turns heads i can see moms getting married with the daughters now like they called me a pig when i looked like you in school yeah. <laughs> it me you got everybody fighting for you at school now with the same oh. body."
1: that's so funny they go they used to call me they used to call me a dump truck and now that's a good thing <laughs>
0: What did I watch? It was so funny when we were watching the VMAs the other day. I noticed that was so, what's the, uh, I never saw her music before performance. Doja Cat uh, was someone that came on and like her body, she was wearing like a see-through thing. And, like this whole, and I was like, this is just a body that would have like, they would have never like celebrated this like, like uh, even like in the 90s or something. It was great. And, and she looks great. I'm just saying like, it's just so funny. Like that's the, that's almost like the normal body in music now. It's like I've never thing, seen right? Doja Cat. Let me look her up. Look her up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a look. Take a glance. She's take out, a, up, take a her gander. Her picture Doja Cat, Christine.
3: She's in, she's in a pretty see through outfit. The only thing worse, though, than the mom competing with their kids is the mom who notices the kid's hotness and tells everybody how hot their kid is. I can't. I don't Ew. like that.
1: Ew. <laughs> Ew. Like, I have
3: a friend who was like, we always knew she was going to turn out to be the hotter one between her two uh-huh. daughters. And it's like, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> that's my eight-year-old Samantha. She has ass for weeks. Uh, yeah, she goes, "Turn
1: it around. Look at that. Mm-mm-mm.
3: Wow. Well, no. You. What are you talking about? That wouldn't. Nobody would go after that. What are you talking about? No.
0: No. 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 That's not. That's, that's not.
3: Indicative. My booty right there. That's, that's, that's my body. No. It's my fantastic.
0: Body. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's not indicative of what it was like. The other. That's my
1: uh, body, Kalise. That's not your body. I've got she, a dumper what, like that.
3: What ethnicity is this woman? I don't even know her.
0: I don't know at all. But like she's smoking hot. I just think it was a—it's a very you know, different body. There was a
3: the time celebrity. where they were in
2: Glamour magazine. They would have highlighted her thighs and been like saddlebags. How to get rid of saddlebags? Oh, how right. to get rid of this? How to get rid of that? It was asses were not in style until Jennifer Lopez and Kim Kardashian. And now it's like I, I said. I'm like I—I have never felt more comfortable in my body than I do in this decade because there's a different body type that's popular now. Yeah. I feel right but this body
3: type was popular for black people my whole life so that's what L- i'm trying to say yeah uh, like i, so I wasn't for black people uh well, Lizzo, 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 I said lizzo's,
0: be, lizzo's been very big for uh for big girls like us that's been very big
3: <laughs> for me. Okay. lizzo's been she's hot i like the way she moves her body though like that's a thing like the trendiness is not just being bigger. It's being able to feel sexy and look sexy. So she moves sexy. So back in the 80s, that woman <laughs> might not move the same way. You know what it's I mean? It's very like, true,
0: but also, uh, but then but you run into the problem. Dude, Lizzo jumping on the state, the video screen stage uh, at the MTV, maybe it was MTV Awards, and, like, the screen went out. Like, she broke the screen. <laughs> she was too heavy. <laughs> I was like, oh <laughs> I felt so much sympathy for her when that no. happened. no. Oh, that I didn't
3: right.
2: happen. I swear to God, it happened. Yeah.
3: Mm-mm.
2: Nope. <laughs> I, I have a five 100%. second clip, but it might wig us out. I'm speaking as a fat person, at least. Uh, dude you don't understand i I was like
0: like, that's the nightmare the nightmare on anything if i was doing a play and it's like jay you go and sit down at this restaurant table and like i'm like oh man if i always be like the the chair's gonna break on me i'm like you
3: exactly i had a party in this one bedroom apartment and i don't most of my furniture is off the street you see this rocking chair it's cracked in the middle it's from the streets (laughs) (laughs) and i had a party for ash's birthday and i invited all my friends, and. One person sat in a chair, and she was 5'4", 125 pounds, and the chair broke. But I also had somebody over who happened to be a woman over 200 pounds. And I was like, thank you, God, that she didn't sit in that chair. Because we wouldn't have known why it broke.
0: No, that's exactly it. And by the way, even if you I would have been
3: so embarrassed.
0: Well, that's the thing. When you, If I sit in a broken chair, and it was breaking on the next person no matter what, if if, if it happened to Jacob— it, nobody would say anything. They go, "Oh, the chair was broken for sure." If it happened to me, just go, <laughs> "Dude, you broke the chair." He goes, "No, the fucking thing was." I can't prove this. It looks like I. <laughs> you know what? It. No <laughs> one.
1: Uh, very, very few win from, uh, especially if they're your friend. Watching someone break a chair, you have to. It, only a stranger can make that make you laugh. Because when it's your friend, <laughs> you have a real like. Shit, I'm sorry, man. I watched <laughs> my friend. I watch my friend just fold a fucking plastic. Uh, chair, like one of the legs, just just fucking with it. the second he sat down, and I was like, "Son of a bitch! If I didn't know you, that would have made me laugh." He
0: goes, oh, damn! I'm sorry, I broke your very expensive chair." You go, "That's not even the thing right now, man. I just feel worse for you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: okay. yeah when they that you go, ah, dude, I can buy another chair. I don't know." Yeah, he goes, "That's just that you're gonna
0: you're gonna live with this moment for the rest of your life." Yeah,
1: yeah, but Kalish, you're right. If that bigger friend of yours would have sat down, you'd have been like, "Why did you?" You
3: know. I, no, but I would have felt bad, and I would, I don't know. I'm just so happy it didn't happen. But see, this, this is the problem with me. I kept envisioning it for the rest of the party. I kept going, it could have been her. Would have been horrible. Would have been embarrassing. Could have been her. Like, I kept repeating it being her falling. Oh,
0: chair four. breaks, and they stand up, and the chair's still attached to their hips. No. <laughs> the <group laughs> was looking, he looks silly forever. Everyone's laughing. oh,
3: like, I'm yeah. going to laugh at you. Because me. imagine the over-apologizing I'm doing where I go, well, most of my furniture's off the street. It just sounds like I'm apologizing for her problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He goes, no, that's not your fault. Uh, street furniture can't support you. All right, no. it is your fault. <laughs> yeah, he goes, shoddy craftsmanship's the issue here. Or you just go right to the problem where you go, it's not your fault.
1: Whoppers are, are delicious. It's not it's <laughs> your fault for them putting out good product, you know?
3: <laughs> <laughs> most of my parties are catered with mcdonald's anyway i'd be like oh yeah. i shouldn't have had that last nugget
0: son <laughs> of a bitch those fries are salty and i love them I well last year and i love salt
1: so calice <laughs> last night uh big j texted our show group our show thread uh in an argument with christine not an argument He was you can just read like, it. why don't you read, yeah. th- read the text let read me forget my phone
0: right, hold on
1: yeah
3: let me be the judge judy
0: Okay, you be Judge Judy, but we got a text. Khalees may have some very strong opinions on this art form.
3: Oh, I hope so. I also
2: mistyped something in there.
0: Big
1: J wrote, Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to read you the text, (laughs) Khalees. Yo, poetry sucks, and Christine thinks it rules. (laughs) In quotes, (laughs) please let's discuss tomorrow. I mean, fuck all. She is a phony asshole. And then Christine wrote, (laughs) a quote, it rules. And J wrote... (laughs) She said it's great. I mean, I'm gonna dismantle those bullshit like DeRosa crooning is an actual talent horse shit. Jacob laughed. Christine said, I didn't say it's great. What I said is you've never enjoyed a good poem. And Jay wrote, She loves it. Yet she called the New Poetry Cafe the Nuka nukin Poetry Thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Over there. The Nuka the Nuki Nuka poetry
3: thing. Is that the typo? <laughs> no that
0: i wrote that that's not
3: the typo no i wrote that
0: skin? i said i said oh, i have called... a hard
2: time pronouncing your Recon. <laughs> you still are
0: it's no. the new, new Eureka. 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 she said then she said the nuke and <laughs> poetry, poetry thing she called it i don't even know Cafe what is.
2: where they do slam poetry <laughs> over in east village listen no? watched... that's still open
0: here's uh okay. not now or right. still, but it's still going yeah ultimately um the uh we were watching america's got talent as we often do on a tuesday night mm. and they have a guy who came out the first time he got the golden buzzer he's i get it i get what happened the first time when he came out he did a, a live poetry uh, slam poetry slam poem in a <laughs> in front of live audience Slam poem. It, yeah slam poem and it was in front of the live audience stills before COVID on the first round, and he did a thing about his sister uh, died when she was young and he was talking about, I forget how she had her, if he even said, but he did, it was, the poem was about her and like having her and losing her and everything. And like, sure, it's, I can't shit on the idea of what it's about. It was a good poem for what it was. And he did it with the subject matter. How could he not get the golden buzzer? So he moves on to the live shows he does his live show on yesterday, and yesterday talks about his mom being <laughs> – listen, he's doing – this is what's annoying about it. He's doing undeniable subject matter. You can't say it sucks. In you know world. what it is,
3: Jay? He's doing the – you know, everybody wins on cancer or they lost their home or they're paralyzed. He's doing the story in his talent. He figured out how to ga- – he ga- he ga- he's gaming them. You know what he's I mean?
1: He's do- yeah, like, Khalees is right. He's double-dipping. yeah.
3: Dipping. yeah. And they no. can't deny it and they can, because they can't deny the story because then they're heartless. Right. If he's at all any good, then he wins. It's he's, he's, he's a smart right. way. It's like if I go up there and all, I'm, all my jokes are cancer, all my jokes, you know what I mean? That's how some people get specials.
0: I know, but, but, he's <laughs> old, but yeah. his thing was true. He was, uh, but the one he came out and did last night was about uh, his mom, like, you know, to, he's called a zillion names, but his mom's always called him Pookie. And uh, and I swear to God, I should have done this, by the way, because I'm not, this is 100% true. It's the whole story about his mom he used to always say to him, like, be careful when you come out. It's a long roundabout thing, and it goes to George Floyd, and, and he's worried about getting killed in the streets and everything. Now, again, the subject matter is, like, undeniable. What the fuck? Howie is going to go, I don't get it. <laughs> like, that's impossible. So uh, he fucking, like, dominated again and goes out there. And it's at the very end of it, he goes... But uh, he goes. But to that, my mom, that lady in wherever, in Stockton, California, and I was staring at Christine, trying to watch her. <laughs> and I swear to you, Christine, I'm not lying. On 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 Isabella's life, this is absolutely true. I was gonna say out loud, but I didn't. I go, I'm just pooky. And then he goes, <laughs> I'm just pooky. It was just that obvious, oh. like that it was coming. And I, I mean, it, the exact. Words, whatever he said was what I was gonna say out loud and I didn't because I was like, it'll whiff because I'm staring at her so long if it's if I'm wrong. And I didn't do it, this but is i how
3: I watched boyhood.
0: I, I I wouldn't I kept
3: turning around and staring at people for giggling. I was like, How? How? <laughs> What's funny about this white boy's life? <laughs> Two. I'm gonna be a magician and I here's how when America's got talent. I'm gonna fake it pulled over by a cop who'll be my assistant, but I'll have handcuffs. In uh-huh. every scenario, I'll be escaping brute police brutality. Oh, that's <laughs> huge. They'll put me in the back of a police yes. van, and they'll open the van. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm In that van. And she I'm goes, and the judges like. For Kalise's finale, <laughs> <laughs> she
1: will escape a federal maximum women's prison. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I like to start the scenario like a cop has his knee on <laughs> Kalise's neck, and then at the end, she's standing straight up, and the cop's like sideways with his knees. Yeah. She's
1: like, Whoa! What a feat
3: of strength
1: oh my god it's police Hawkins, street, street justice magic
3: <laughs> you know i get arrested if i do the cup trick i do the cup trick but it's an undercover cop he's like what happened to my money you stole my money you, you stole the thing under the cup i don't know how tricks work yeah but i but I, I make it disappear and he arrests me because i'm black
1: <laughs> it is honestly i think we can just skip right to agt and get you a whole NBC special
0: police yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hawkins, street magic um, street justice magic.
3: Khalees is anti magic.
0: Yeah, you but,
1: can do magic.
0: I, and I gotta say, and I said this. Joe De Rosa fights with me a lot when I say that uh, crooning, the crooners who sing. I go, it's a fake. It's a fake talent. Yeah, it's a fake talent. Anybody? Jay's, Frank Jay, Jay's,
1: pro, Jay's proven it pretty well on the show that you can anyone can croon anyone can just do the i was walking yesterday
0: you know it i know it <laughs> like what are you you're my best gal i'm gonna take it it's nonsense anybody can do it it's stupid <laughs> you don't have to hit any high notes because they start super low it's all trickery and horse shit it's
1: all talking in a different tone and yeah. i'm
0: telling you if you were a good enough poet, you'd make music. <laughs> 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 I think just go, I mean, it's just like, Christine, Christ, Christine mm, makes a brother think, don't it now? It's just utter horseshit. <laughs> I don't get it at all.
3: I like it. <laughs> you,
0: like, you like poetry? Are you, do you like poetry, Calise?
3: <laughs> I used to write poetry because I was a hopeless romantic, and then I got hot. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: I used to write poetry when I was fat. Like, yeah, everybody did. <laughs> yeah, who
3: did it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, my mom saved, my, saved me. She saved me.
0: I have, I've written poems in my life. Yeah, me too. In my life, sure. And it's awful, I'm sure.
3: But my raps are awful, too. I remember my 13-year-old rap attempt. I can remember it all because it's so bad. You can't get it out of your head.
0: Oh, man. Man. <laughs> I remember I remember when my uh, – I had a friend of mine who actually was really good uh, at rap. He was very, very good. He he went on to do like a different kind of gauge career. He ended up going like drum and bass emceeing kind of, but I thought he had like real ability to do something. But then he was like – when I moved to South Jersey – There was uh, only one black... It went from being like a a predominantly black neighborhood to a very whiter neighborhood, and our one black friend was really good at rap. Or maybe he was just around too many white people. But when he started to get a few things, like on the radio and stuff happening, like these contests and stuff he was winning, some of the other white kids in the group started writing... And I remember the first time one of them brought to me, he goes... Hey, check out these lyrics. I've been writing some stuff too, and like it's one of the things you to, you're, you're reading it and like biting a hole through your bottom lip, trying not to laugh oh. at them. Like, it's like I know you live with your mom, Josephine, dude.
1: <laughs> so funny. Goes, it was actually are- the guy
0: who took me to the the game where Iverson crossed over uh, Jordan. It was that buddy. Yeah.
1: But that's just funny where he's like, "I got the streets on my back, I'm living <laughs> it through." Everyone knows I'm not the one to fuck with, and then you see his mom. Going, you guys want sandwiches? He goes, "Mom, stop! Stop mom. reading my dope ass lyrics." He goes, "Blunt in <laughs> my mouth, gun in my hip. What do you want to do about it?"
0: It was, it was like that. You're like, mm-hmm. like "That's why I always know, think like, it's funny when you're, you see." You're like, yeah, you're like, yeah, dude, it, "It totally rhymes," so it's, you know. It's there funny you
1: when you see like dark comics, like all these super dark comics, and then you see they came from really rich backgrounds and you're like, oh, yeah. is that why you're dark? Is because the gate on your house didn't work
3: for a week?
0: At least a week. <laughs> yeah,
1: that shit cracks me up. Have <laughs> you guys oh, watched Cobra Kai? Oh, hell yeah. Of course we did. We they twist right.
3: that whole scenario around. It's awesome. It's amazing. Least, yeah,
0: we, we are OG on that. We all have oh, premium. Oh, how long
3: has it been around?
0: Couple years now, we all have we all have premium YouTube <laughs> for that show. I signed up.
1: I've been paying ten bucks a month for fucking YouTube because I forgot to cancel it. Because I watched no, Cobra Kai.
0: Cancel it. It's the best to have no commercials on YouTube. It's the greatest. One of my favorite subscriptions I have.
1: It's. Uh, it is pretty good. But uh, Cobra Kai is the shit, and they do a great job of twisting that around. I was yeah, getting excited that I'm
3: bingeing on second season. So
1: this, good. This is what sucks about it coming on Netflix is because everyone that hadn't watched Cobra kai wants to talk about it now and oh, wow. i yeah was, that's me i i was under the impression that we were getting season three on Netflix. <laughs> i thought yeah. i thought yeah. they were gonna drop no but i thought they were gonna drop one two and three all at once yeah, and i was that'd be like great. i was like so when it came out i'm like someone's like cobra kai i'm like season three's out i gotta see season three the end of season two is awesome and they're like no, it's not out yet. You're like, fuck you. I don't want to talk That's about That's what you get.
3: That's what you get for getting money before your friends.
1: <laughs> yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. And you uppity still asshole.
3: Sharing Netflix. God
1: Goddamn, stupid serious giving me a decent paycheck so I can have pre <laughs> YouTube.
0: You piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of asshole. You uppity asshole.
1: All right, we're hanging out with Khalees Hawkins, whose new album Khalees Hawkins is 40 AF, available for download everywhere. We're going to be right back. It's the bonfire. Quarantine tips. We ain't going anywhere.
0: Now back to the bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Of course, we have Kalise Hawkins hanging out with us. Her new album, Kalise Hawkins, is Forty AF, available everywhere right now. Christine, her phony thing of saying I really like poetry made me. Oh my god, it was infuriating. You should make Christine go
1: to a poetry open mic night. Christine, what's your know poetry?
2: I'm currently reading a book of poetry.
1: Do you read it and then reflect? Do you so, read one and
0: can then you I go. turn her
1: camera
2: they off? I like
3: them. I like poems. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with like? I them bought, them bought poems? a book of it's poetry. I bought a book of poetry, but I didn't get all the way through it. It's it's. I can't understand what they're talking about. You know, in English class, when they go, well, this symbolizes, and they go, they take these leaps that you could have never made. Well, the boat symbolizes the part in their marriage that was not afloat. It's like, how did you do that? Why are you doing that to this I, poem? He was. Just, I, Rowing a boat. Christine, I feel the
1: exact same way about when people describe wine, where they're like, "This wine, oaky, with a little bit of earth in it," and you're like, "You're fully shit. You don't know what you're talking about."
3: Yeah, it's all sour grapes to me.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it just gets you fucked up, noise. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Christine, want to suck butt? Christine, bring me your book of poems, please.
3: Bring the book of poems.
1: Bring me your book of
0: poems.
1: Check this horse shit out. (laughs) You her book of poems by accident? (laughs) She was like,
0: "Shit, I brought you all the ones I wrote." She's currently (laughs) reading a book of poems.
1: Oh, all I read is Calvin and Hobbes.
0: That's how it's been so educated. They're Bukowski poems too. How fucking hipster? How
1: how dark? Charles Bukowski.
0: Ugh. Ugh. Do you want to to give us a reading? Let me give you a little piece. Gay poetry. Yes. This one is called Communion. Horses running with her miles away laughing with a fool. Mm -hmm. Mocking the hydrogen bomb and her miles away laughing with a fool. The banking system, bumper jacks, gondolas in Venice and her miles away laughing with a fool. (laughs) Let me say something. Let me say. uh, Is that one one called Cucked at the Park? What is that? (laughs) uh, We can't, you know, uh, uh, police can't hear our video if we play video, so don't do it. But I'll just say, there's a fucking great another one. American dad again had a thing where uh, Francine, the mom, decided she was going to start doing poetry. And she goes, This one's called The Hot Summer Sidewalk. And it was just exactly what I just read. It was like walking outside the trees, the people's feet stomping on the hot summer sidewalk. I see a bird. I see a bee. I see a car go by as I walk on the hot summer it's just the same that guy was doing it and her laughing with a fool <laughs> laughing a, a dick. Fool. i'll tell you the best poet ever shell silverstein where the sidewalk ends
3: that's a good one actually That's, that's great. A good one.
0: i love Shell Silverstein because they're just funny goofy things for children there's
3: that's some what... depth there's some depth to that i feel like he's one I... of those authors who wrote some rhymes and then they gave him pg th- you know what i mean like they could make you a teen author and you didn't even write it for teenagers
0: well, it was for teenagers. <laughs> I think there's
3: some depth to Shell Silverstein.
0: Yeah, he was like a... I love that he was like a 100%. Playboy writer. He was like a Playboy writer, ultimately. No, so, no. Yeah. Line really? Not like a Playboy writer, like, look at the tits on this. One. I mean, like he wrote, like, articles, you know, he was a contributor to Playboy, yeah.
3: He wrote a boy named
0: Sue. The song?
1: Yeah. Shell Silverstein wrote a boy named Sue? Yeah. Yeah. What?!
0: That's why it's funny. That's
3: the greatest song.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, My name is Sue. How do you do? That was Paul Silverstein. Wow. Okay. Neat, New respect. Neat well, Bukowski, poetry,
0: poetry well, rules. Well, Bukowski, who every girl with a bush has a fucking heart on for, uh, writes garbage. Whoa! Whoa!
1: Whoa! 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 The man can write long form. Now let's not start start trashing
0: the man's fucking
1: writing abilities just because he wrote some silly drunk poems.
0: Yeah, Jay. And off the street the other day, he okay. wore an L.A. Rams sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off. Under that, an army shirt, private first class, and he wore a green beret. Walked very straight. He was black in brown walking shorts. Hair dyed black. It's just who gives a shit. It's so Maybe. awful.
3: I do. I enjoy and, it people that aren't you it it, it does sound like a descriptive instagram post like it is somebody took a pic a photographer when they take a picture
0: i argue it's trickery it's trickery
1: we should do a game called poem or instagram post yes Uh, i will look up either one and khalees and jay will compete to see if they know if it is a poem or an instagram post now it's trickery it's all trickery Let me queue up.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. Nothing's good anymore because we're all interacting with social media, so we all see the best of everything. Like, if we all shut the internet down, there would be so so much more singing going on, so many more poetry rooms, so many more people would be artists if we didn't have, like, the mass production of it.
0: Sure, but everyone thinks they could do it, so it's saturated with shit.
3: But you'd have the best in your neighborhood, you know? You'd have local stars again.
0: Oh yeah, that's a thing of the past.
3: And it's that's- also with furniture. It's like people building a bed. Like, okay, I go to IKEA because, you know, it's easy to put together, but people who could build beds from hand, they don't get to exist anymore because of mass production. It's crazy. Well, they it's do. Crazy the, how many more they, jobs there would be they, if we didn't have They do. Winners.
0: The, the, the people who have to ma- the people who make the beds by hand have to sell them for $30,000 a bed because it's like they're
3: not mass <laughs> producing,
0: them, you know what I mean? All right.
1: Because they make
3: one every five years.
1: (laughs) You guys guess. Is this photo caption or poem? Khalees, you'll go first. Ready? All right. Mm -hmm. I am lost, lost in this fog, and I can't see where I'm going. I reach out my hand and walk forward. As I was about to lose hope, someone takes my hand and emerges from the fog. I look around and notice the fog has lifted. I no longer feel lost. I've been found.
3: Let's I say, say that. that's, a, that's a sponsored ad. <laughs> oh,
1: correct. So that is for Colgate. Yeah, Bluetooth. Blue chewable Viagra. Anyway, this is for stamps.com. Find your way out of the fog with stamps.com.
3: <laughs> Forever stamps.
0: <laughs> yeah. E.J. Lou's Instagram post from two weeks ago when he was lost in the fog.
1: Police, is it Instagram post or poem?
3: It really sounds like a poem. I mean... I mean, I feel like you're gonna try to trick me though. Why would you read a poem after we read poems? So, like, my brain's telling me it's an Instagram post, Dan.
0: The old fucking double, uh, the double cross. Do you know what I mean?
3: Oh my like, God! He I found was-
0: he found an Instagram post that purposely sounded a lot like a poem. That could oh. be what's going on here.
2: Oh! oh. oh now
0: understand, oh. your your friendship with us is on the line right here, Khalis. Oh. There's been a lot riding
2: on this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think?
3: I mean, I know it's I know it's an Instagram post because I'm I'm smart. Is it an Instagram what? post to somebody <laughs> quoting poetry? Oh my god! Why would Dan do that? Dan wouldn't do that. I
1: would do that. That you was a stinker. A picture and poem called "Fog" on Instagram.
0: <laughs> uh.
3: Damn it! Uh. Well, that doesn't. Well, that's a poem then, because they. Stole yeah, it was it. a poem. It's okay. They stole it.
1: Oh man! All right. Yeah, you're right. They stole it. They stole You it.
0: have to go sonnet or Instagram post.
1: Sonnet or Instagram post. I oh, will also like some of these
0: have. Oh, some- he goes, <gasps> all right, Khalees, is this a poem or an Instagram post? Steve-O is going to be at the Mall of America, House of Comedy.
1: <laughs> a lot of the po- <laughs> photography posts are just one line. So I'm going to have to read one line from a poem or one line from an Instagram post. Okay, because that's fair. Th- here's oh. an example. See the world from a different perspective. Instagram post or poem
3: that's an that's instagram a, post
1: correct that is an instagram post picture of it now if i am watching uh, looking at a poem i would say oh christine's hit me up with some of hers oh man oh man that's a friend
3: <laughs> of ours and okay but
2: it, it sounds like a quoted poem
3: yeah um i remember when my, my space and all this was new and, and people used to just put, like, a rap lyric just out of context and pretend like it was just them. And people were like, that's amazing, man. That's great. hmm <laughs> I'm talking about Will Silvins. I'm talking about Will Silvins yeah. right now. Speak the, speak, <laughs>
0: so funny. Speak the wrong words, man. You will get touched. Hope you guys will have a great day.
1: Instagram post. All birds, even those that do not fly, have wings.
3: Poets should sign off like that. I hope you have a good day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> They give the Joe list. I love you. Goodbye. You got it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Sincere-
0: yeah, sincerely.
1: Travon. Travon. Oh, here's one. But in the night, I mean. But in the night, he woke and held her tight as though she were all of life and it was being taken from him.
3: Wow, that's that's beautiful. Instagram I hope that's post? a person. Yep,
1: Instagram post. <laughs> Who was
0: it? DeRosa?
3: That's beautiful.
1: How about this? This is your punctuated equilibrium and everything in between. Slow it down.
3: That's an Instagram, Instagram post. Posts. That's like a, like a person who's working out right now.
1: Po- poem. Poem. Poem.
3: Okay. Okay. Poem. What year? What year?
1: <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you that Sun Yung Shin. <laughs> okay.
0: the, po- the oh, That's po- translated. That's translated.
1: The, po- the poem is called Immigrant Song.
0: Come the land in the ice and <laughs> Valhalla, I
3: am coming.
0: <laughs> I don't think police gets the reference to the. Out. We just the I, t- I know that song. song
3: from School of Rock. Okay. <laughs> that,
0: that <laughs> song, Hammer that the of the gods, Valhalla.
1: Oh uh, if your music is uh, not in uh, one of no, my childhood no. movies
3: and I don't know it. <laughs> That's you know what's funny, K-
1: Khalees, We didn't I have any about...
3: childhood movies. <laughs> so we had to I... hear your fucking music we're, all. The time. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta
0: listen to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> now there's Moana.
1: The
3: rock. No black children. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: All black kids had to grow up listening to fucking fog
0: hat. They were all at the school of jazz. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that should okay. be that should be made.
0: School of Jazz?
3: Yeah,
0: why not? Do it. <laughs> I, whenever a black woman says something like that to you negatively, like "Yeah, why not?" He goes, "I didn't say there shouldn't be." <laughs> 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 to, to get ready to challenge you on something, he goes, "Which a school? He goes, a school of Jazz? He goes, yeah, why not?" I goes, "I'm the one who even said it. I don't know. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. I'm sorry. Why you don't think black people? You don't think black people can, yeah, black people can pull that off? No, no I do."
3: That's towards everyone, not you, Jay. That's
0: just, <laughs>
3: you know, you're just the person yeah. who elicited that fucking answer. You're
0: right, though. <laughs> why shouldn't there be a black school for jazz? There should. Stop. There should be, My there should why be not,
3: a- not is why hasn't it already happened? <laughs> <laughs>
0: meanwhile, meanwhile, there's universities of jazz probably we don't even know. Why are we like getting angry something we don't even know the answer to? That's the worst you thing know. we did was get loud at the party like that. Oh. there's no fucking school of jazz for young black kids? He goes, it's an organization that goes <laughs> to the entire country and outside the country and having uh, goes talking oh, about this, this. But shit, because they should do that. In fact, there's far shit. more. There's far more of those in School of Rocks, uh, as it should be.
1: <laughs> yeah, they go jazz. Is, <laughs> what are you talking about? Most major musical programs offer jazz. dude i think we should only post poems on our instagrams now
0: can we fuck everybody up can they just be all stupid bukowski poems red light green light going stopping moving can i give you the honest truth why christine's reading a book of poems right now Because Christine is trying to go like, oh, I'm not just watching TV on quarantine. I'm doing something productive and I'm reading books. And she started reading books and then realized she doesn't want to read books. I was right when I told her before all those years of reading books were stupid. There's movies and television that you can do instead of those stupid books. But she wants to feel like she's doing something proactive in reading. And what better to just read if you don't really feel like reading and just skimming through a bunch of horseshit one-page poems? That's not true.
3: I like reading. I like reading as an activity.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Like when you read a really good poem, do you feel like tingles? Nope. <laughs> because when I watch a really good binge on Netflix, i masturbate. It's tingly as fuck. <laughs> I have,
0: there's, a, there's a
3: There's some like piece of there's an Ani DeFranco poem that's
2: arguably one of my favorite pieces of art.
0: Go on, read it. Read it?
2: <laughs>
0: Go on. Love- read it
2: i mean read
0: i have marilyn manson lyrics tattooed on my arm so i'm not I, ju- for it. somebody that's just so into lyrics <laughs> yeah, i'm just laughing at you i know there's music behind that
3: yeah the music is what gets you into the lyrics and the lyrics are like wow i can't believe the lyrics are so simple and perfect for this song you know what i mean
1: well let me all right here's a here's an infamous um there's a song a famous song that started as a poem and let me read it as a poem and you guys see if it sucks. Without the music behind it, who lets sometimes sometimes who
0: who, who, who? Tag team back again because I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> yeah, up Yeah, I'm blue. I'm
1: Here, guys. Here's my poem. Don't stop. Let me see you do, do, brown. I want to rock. I want to rock. I, I want to rock. I want to rock.
3: My neck. My back. <laughs>
1: My, pussy. <tries>
3: my My, oh my
1: <laughs> To all the ladies in the place with style and grace, <laughs> allow me to lace oh, I got these one. lyrical dishes Don't in your bushes. Don't go
3: chasing waterfalls. Ooh. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that like you're used to.
0: Can I tell you how happy Christina's right now, that you can't see or hear the video when we play it because...
3: I actually see it. What's going on? Oh, you do? I see the lyrics.
0: Christine, we could end the show as I'm always happy to do with Christine drunkenly rapping every word of Waterfalls on the SDR show. You see, Black. Lung, I could do every I could out. do it. I could do it too. Well, I don't I'd know if you.
2: Uh, I'd rather tell you the first line of an E. D. poem than play that again.
0: Christine, the only way I would not play the Waterfalls uh, thing tonight for Kalise is if you <laughs> tell me right now a poem that you've written personally. <laughs> it's gotta be equal. brownies
2: all around, turning into Girl Scouts now, being. Wearing green, not brown anymore. Being nice to friends and more. There's a poem I wrote for Girl Scouts, and yeah, for some reason I still remember. she said I wrote, I mean, it's Because
0: you say it's your poem.
2: Yeah, still it's my, my poem. Best. It's my poem that I wrote.
0: I bet you've. I bet you've. Really needle- near
2: and dear to my heart. I bet
0: you. I bet you tried to needle point those words on something once, you dork. What if? What if
1: I said it was in Old English on a ribcage?
0: That's what she gets it done. <laughs> <laughs> brownie, brownie, about going from a brownie to a Girl Scout, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. It I evolution.
2: love comedy.
0: I heard it was ghost <laughs> written by your scout leader who molested you. Brownie, funny, brownie's molested all around. Brownies. Let me see that little brown.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to pull it out and take your ass to town. I'm almost out of WN words.
1: Christine, do you think you could go enjoy a night of poetry if you went to a I, ch- I
0: fucking challenge her to and shut the hell up the whole time.
2: I went with a non-comedian friend like Michelle who goes out and has non-cynical fun.
0: Mm -hmm. Go watch watch poetry, Michelle. And don't talk the entire time. Pay attention to every word and tell me how each one makes you feel. Jot down how it makes you feel, you fucking phony asshole. It makes me furious. You're so phony.
2: I will also go hiking. I also love the beach. These are all things I love that Jay doesn't like.
1: Cultured Christine. I'm all for cultured Christine. I'm going to get you to the symphony when this shit opens back
0: up. I would
2: love well, to go to the symphony.
0: Christine is getting genuinely wound up. Yeah. Christine <laughs> would be bored to her gourd at the fucking symphony.
1: Well, guess what? She's going to watch a three-act symphony when we get back into the world, of the
0: world. Christine doesn't like many things that I like. I'm fine with that. I don't like many things that she likes. But she lies about things she likes to sound cultured and it's-
3: I don't know. You never know. told anybody I liked poetry.
2: You did. <laughs> I didn't come on the show and go, oh, guys, I've been reading this really great book of poetry. You should really get
1: into
0: you've it. Been, you've been really carrying that book around, asking, waiting wait <laughs> to ask you about it. I don't. <laughs> it's
1: just so funny to think of
3: being in quarantine,
1: carrying around a book okay. of poetry and having reading glasses on.
3: <laughs> I got to tell you, though, Jay, let's say like she does like the symphony. If Christine likes the symphony, I would say you should take her just for this one simple reason, Right. I have seen Christine for years, right? And this is not – it's the second point I'm about to make. I've seen her for years watch you on stage. That's not my point. Mm-hmm. My point is when I see her watching you, she loves comedy and she loves watching you on stage. Her, She's glowing. She's, like, radiating. She's so full of joy. And so for you to see her watch a symphony, it might be worth it, even if you don't like the symphony. Because Reef. she just –
0: Please. I I I, I believe you. And by the way. In
3: you. And by the way, uh, (laughs) this is why
0: this is what the only thing that sucks about this show is I don't I have to disclaimer that I'm busting Christine's balls. I don't give a shit about any of this. (laughs) She can read what she wants. It's just fun to bust her fucking chops. But no, she does. Listen, she does uh, watch me and glow because she knows that's what's bringing home the bacon. So she could buy (laughs) stupid fucking free books.
2: I glow when I watch Rent. I glow when I watch Fosse. (laughs) Gay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, she she, watches- yeah she watches me with the same verb she has for an age song <laughs>
2: read women by bukowski because i think he'll relate
0: women whoa
1: there's an
2: author you would like relate bukowski. to more about
0: you just said are oh, you trying to get me to read bukowski women like everyone else in the room is going to go I- like oh that's a great one no one fucking knows what you i bet
2: dan about knows that. it
0: I, I don't know women, but I know Bukowski. Oh, we've all know Bukowski. Yeah. She's like, women <laughs> by Bukowski. You know, clearly you uh, guys all have <laughs> read Christine you are a phony asshole and I'm challenging you to go I'll take you to the symphony I'll enjoy this the symphony more than five you books
2: in our entire life
0: I would enjoy the symphony more than you do mm-hmm. I, I, I will take you to uh, I want to watch you at a poetry night drink it in and not be bored and you can't pee or nothing take me to
2: the ballet not because you think we might lay a ballerina what I said take me to the ballet not only because you think we might get laid by a ballerina
0: I asked her to get us tickets before I thought she was going to fuck us. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. That's so funny because that, like, that sounds like something Christine would just say in a fight, and then Jay goes, all right, well, we, I still do want to go to the ballet. <laughs> <You> know,
3: <laughs> the real
0: thing. Oh, I, okay. asked, I asked I unprompted from Christine for those ballet tickets for me and Christine before I thought we could fuck her. Pretty good.
3: You met a ballerina is what you're saying? Uh, you're trying to buddy <laughs> up ballerina two met us. <laughs> That was ballerina calculated. yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I wouldn't I'm actually, like I'm
2: interested it. in what you like.
0: No, I wouldn't think a ballerina would ever fuck me. I'm more of the 17 year old recovering drug addict, of, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's me,
2: and then <laughs> Jay, 20s, and, and
0: then 20s alcoholic, uh, <clears throat> and mid 30s angry old lady uh, type. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah Christine, uh, my on me a night of poetry, three hours, spam. <laughs> uh, uh You're gonna go
2: night if we want to God double right date to the mariequin cafe and hung out say it right them.
0: they're going to fucking cut your throat if
2: you new keep Ure- calling it crazy hear- words new Eurecan. <laughs> new Eurecan. is that right new Eurekan. am i saying new right? york
0: right you could say new Eurecan, yes
2: new Eurekan.
0: yes new Eurecan would do better than whatever babbling you keep going on. Go.
2: your <laughs> ari would want to go <laughs> huh I bet Ari would want to go.
0: Christine, I'm gonna go and stare directly at your face the whole time. That's
2: why you're not fun to do stuff with. <laughs> I'll just
0: I'll watch from afar. I'm not gonna sit next to you. I wanna watch you pretend <laughs> why to Why do you cultured. make
3: looking at her sound such like a aggressive thing? Yeah. Like, I'm gonna stare at your beautiful face I'll while you enjoy your you. dumb shit.
0: I'm gonna stare at her beautiful face while she pretends to enjoy poetry, I don't and like- watch her get growingly bored of what she's watching, but to leave after one of them.
1: <laughs> Christine oh. goes. I, I just. I'm excited for that moment where Christine looks at you and goes, "I've had my fill."
0: <laughs>
1: I, I
2: got a single tear rolling down my cheek because I can't contain my emotion from what I. Because the just bridge, seen. the lights, the way they look, the way they feel, the way they sound,
1: I love it. I love New York. Christine just got the
0: fucking uh, Christine.
2: Okay, again, just because you Christine, can come up with it out of your ass,
0: Christine. <laughs> Christine, if you can choke yeah, up, I'm sorry.
2: All I love up. is I love Eagles and Sixers. That's it. That's all I want to do is watch Eagles and Sixers and look hang out, out and eat cheese. Look, out,
0: look how Christine's getting. Look how Christine's getting right now. I, I believe you can have all interests that I don't like. I'm playing total Christine. Warriors. Rage,
1: rage against the dying of the light. <laughs> <laughs>
0: First of all, I don't think you even like the Eagles or the Stixers, but one thing I'll tell you, bitch likes a cheesesteak. Who doesn't, Let's though? not play around with that. That's just nonsense.
2: And I love all live events, so.
1: This bitch loves a cheesesteak, too. Ooh, ooh. Christine's getting so real. You know,
0: I've already disclaimered this thing by saying I don't, I'm don't. i fine with you having all kinds of talents and, and, and hobbies. You told me you really love playing the piano. Well, there's a piano behind you. I've seen you touch it twice. That's I
1: would love saying. if he just <laughs> slid back right now and went, <laughs> oh,
0: I thought she was gonna put... Uh, just I thought... take the mole records off the
2: cell!
0: <laughs> put on concerts for me when I bought that thing. <laughs> uh, d- <laughs>
2: when that's i said when you. i thought I just, you were getting it for me but i didn't know i was like i'm glad you didn't get me a piano actually because all i'd hear about is you getting upset because i never play it <laughs> and hey, Claire, Claire,
0: Claire. Is, that all, is that all you hear about ask, i don't i don't make a big deal about that whatsoever Asked me for a guitar,
3: true. and got him one for his birthday he hasn't learned a single note not uh, a single Wait, note. Really? Hey, check out the
0: check out the guitar i got for Christine hanging on the wall right there <laughs> <laughs> <Same old thing.
1: laughs> yeah, that's so funny we should just have a group song session where we just all learn Dave Matthews Band's craftsmanship. Into- <laughs>
3: Scott no. likes Charlie Chaplin, so I bought him this um, this painting. He doesn't even look at it. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you want come, come home and then he has his hand on his hip, just staring, just drinking it in. He goes, mm, "Wow, I that's great."
1: pretty that. <laughs> told me that you got him a fall chair. Because he loves charlie chaplin <laughs> so he could walk onto the chair the fucking <laughs> that over.
3: This <laughs> eventually this <Yeah>. year
1: <laughs> he goes i love hey, he loves charlie chaplin so i chopped him in the throat now he can't talk so he's just a silent <laughs> film star
0: dean i believe you can enjoy all kinds of things that i wouldn't want to go to there might, there might be listen if you were like i'm going to the ballet i didn't get a ticket for you i'm going with michelle or something i'd go oh yeah go ahead it's fine like i don't and i believe you would like it possibly um, I'm telling you you don't like poetry, you're lying, and that you could go to uh a night of poetry and you will not enjoy yourself. You will be bored out of your fucking mind so quickly because I know you and I don't I see behind that mask you wear for these people. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Inside, Christine is just a 16-year-old Asian kid playing cello. And Jay Mm, is like, you will like manly stuff. And he's like, I just want to play my cello.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: like- oh
3: my God! You're gonna find out. Christine doesn't even like women. <laughs> yeah.
0: she goes,
2: I just, I just love you. you. She goes, I put up with the, the taste. Sixers, the food, I've, sick, the women. I've
0: <laughs> argued she doesn't like women.
2: <laughs> he's argued I don't like women, and then he's also argued that I'm actually a lesbian, not bisexual. So, <laughs> nice. you know, it's that is also possible. That is also
0: possible. Well, you gotta have, you have keep
3: a- you guessing, Christine. He's yeah. trying to keep you real then She could yeah. be a she could be
0: a bottom lesbian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, well, Bottom. the, several,
1: interest, the several interests of Christine sounds like a
0: titillating book I'm t- I'm Send her. let's send her to a thing and I will watch her grow she'll be doing exactly what she's doing right now mentally at least by the second <laughs> poem you <laughs> see that and this show is 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 exciting and she's bored <laughs>
3: it's riveting
1: good defense going into that Christine that's a solid way to keep your gloves up she Christine brings once.
3: a fidget spinner to the poetry reading yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like really into a, it uh, yeah. As I sat there watching
1: my friend die on the concrete on that hard surface that we walk yeah. on. like...
0: <laughs> yeah while Christine's do it while, while while the person's up there pouring out their fucking heart wearing a wooden necklace <laughs> and they look down at you and you're staring as you're rolling a straw you're rolling a straw wrapper into a fucking pinwheel yeah. and I'm telling you I know you better than you know yourself and we have these conversations off air a lot you come back and you go damn dude you did nail it and I'm telling you I will nail it this you will come back and be like I cannot watch a night of poetry <laughs> okay, <laughs> I know
2: excited. you better than you know yourself you say you don't like the beach I've seen you at the beach you fucking love the beach
0: you i love, I love the water the waves. Like I, a
2: am, I am child i am like a You won't just go to the beach with me
0: i am like a dolphin in the water and you know i don't like taking beach. off my shirt yeah, in front of a lot of people why are you
2: bringing uh, up get this over show? it that's get over it fear. come come it's to the beach with your girlfriend
1: police i'm yeah. glad you could come by and watch our entire show unfurl <laughs>
0: No. <laughs> it's so fun.
1: <laughs> uh, make sure you check out her album. Khalees Hawkins is forty AF. Available Uh-oh. for downloads everywhere. Go buy the album. She's funny as fuck. We love her. She's an old friend, and it's gl- we're glad to have you back on the show. She's and- a young friend. Thanks She's for only
0: forty you. as fuck.
1: I mean, old and like the the times. Yeah. She's oh, a god damn it. uh dot Go get tickets. He's going to be at Comics this Thursday. Uh, through Saturday, if you're in Connecticut go make sure you check out Jay at Comics Roadhouse Comedy Club uh, BigJayComedy.com for tickets and
0: uh, CC.com Can we of course go to Dansoda.com, uh to check him out, oh and we're talking about maybe doing a little something something so uh, yeah,
1: we're, we're, keep, keep we're looking out. at outdoor shows So that,
0: yeah absolutely Kelly. outdoor poetry, is- the outside cleans my soul Kelly, um, I have a great question before we leave can we ask one more question Dan, is that okay? Sure, yeah. I know you're on a, a bit of a time crunch, but uh, is, is it? these are always things I like to ask because I'll never remember. At any point in me, how long have you known Dan for? Is it a similar amount of time as me? But a long time. Wow. For sure. Yeah, since like
1: I met
3: you before Dan because I remember watching at the Boston Comedy Club. I've been around since oh four. Yeah, and I met police in
0: 07. So, so, yeah. yeah. so 16 years? Mm hmm. In? Okay, so uh, so I mean, at any point did me or Dan hit on you?
2: <laughs> I
0: don't remember. <laughs> I, guess. I mean, just like the just like the lightest. I know I've never like me and you never uh, went on a date, but is there any like, 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 the, like, the, like the like the smallest jab of like yeah? I mean, if you wanted to hang out and do whatever. So I I'm think Kalise and I
1: flirted yeah. once at cabin.
0: Yeah. Uh.
3: Well, I, I I definitely have always had great conversations with Dan. And you know, it's like comedy. You know, we're we're warm, friendly people, and you're drinking around people. I'm sure we flirted, but you know that I'm never single. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, no, for sure. But I'm not even saying. I'm just looking like, in my mind. I don't think I've ever like. Uh, throw, I told you that's what Oh I was, no,
3: you've never. Jay, you've never hit on me, and I don't think Dan. I would not call. No, Dan never hit on me. You know, no. I've I hit know. on both of you.
0: I said hit.
3: I hit on <laughs> both of you. I said we're
0: just so bad at it. We never knew. Dan, one of my f- funniest like turnaround things ever was when Khalees came on the road with me and Dave one time. And the whole trip, she was just doing like very broish, like hanging with us. She was like yeah. farting <laughs> a bunch and doing whatever. And me and Dave really did like the we slept like in different uh, room for we all were in like one big room. But like uh, we kind of gave her her own space and we we're as respectful as we could both be. Didn't make it weird at all. And then Khalees said years later on Legion of Skanks, come on, she goes, yeah, I was, like, fucking blown away that you guys, like, didn't try to fuck me or nothing. Like, I thought, like, like, Khalees kind of thought, like, you don't understand. maybe we'd all amazing. fuck around or do something. <laughs> but yeah. you said you weren't even uh, opposed to the idea of, maybe it was, like, Dave or something. But whatever it was, like, you weren't adamant. I go, me and Dave were reading the whole thing as, like, I think Khalees just keeps farting to make us go, like, <laughs> come on, guys, just throw it. out. We're like, okay. By the way, what you're missing is a big piece.
3: Respectful. A we big were piece. smoking and drinking. You were very respectful. I was surprised that you didn't try anything.
1: A big piece <laughs> of that weekend that you're missing. Is that Thursday night? Uh, we all met up in Providence, Rhode Island, that is correct. and went to a strip club. Oh was my was,
3: god! Yes, oh that was yeah. so fun. Oh my was, god! It
1: was, and you guys—it was you, Calice, and Dave—at the comedy um, uh, Providence at,
0: Comedy Connection. No, oh, no, we no, the, no, no, we were no, at the no, Comedy no. You're you Connection. You were at the Comedy Connection, right? Catch a rising star. Yeah, twin. uh. Twin rivers casino or whatever yeah? yeah you guys were at catch and i
1: was with joe list nate bargetsy right. and tom dustin That's crazy and we all went to a we uh,
0: strip club, club. and uh, yeah. Corey said we were going to get bottle service yeah we didn't
1: <laughs> um, i remember that we didn't in fact i spent money that i didn't have i remember that
0: night. yeah, yeah. yeah I Me and they good. were
1: just ripping butts yeah dude it was fucking great dude. we love you so much calice go make sure you download love you her. guys hawkins is 40 af uh, we love you guys at the bonfire sxm on twitter and instagram we're taking next week off uh, for Labor Day. I'm going to go visit my grandma, Grammy. see my nana for the first time since COVID struck. So hopefully I don't kill her. And uh, I'll let you, you know. Hopefully a lot of
0: you came to, to uh, fucking comics. Make sure you go, go to comics. Go to I on. remembered it yesterday. So <laughs> here we are. And, uh, so I
3: jcomedy.com for tickets. We love you guys. Bye.